Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 60 of We Podcast Then We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Right off the bat, I want to congratulate a great friend of ours, Ryan Murphy, on having his first child, Daniel Murphy. Congratulations to you and Meg. We wish you all the luck and happiness in the world. Love you guys. And a second congratulations to our friend John the Wanderer, who will become a dad pretty soon. Oh, baby. We You're have, in it for the long haul. We got a lot. It's it's almost like we're all growing up and almost 30. Well, I'm just glad that I'm not on that list yet, my friend. <laughs> well. Let me enjoy my freedom just a little bit longer. That's funny. But yeah, shout outs to, to Ryan Murphy, one of our best friends. We actually used to do a podcast together. In 2011 and 12, called the War Room Radio, uh, with Anthony Pinto, myself, and Ryan Murphy. And now Ryan is a dad. He got who married. Have, who last would year. ever thought it? <laughs> he got <laughs> married last year uh, to Meg, and now he's a father. Ryan, you're a lucky guy, man. Keep it up, and uh, congratulations. Uh, but again, thank you to everybody out there listening to episode 60. Uh, we are We Podcast and You Know Things, your one-stop shop for everything. Movies, music, video games, and TV, and basically all the nerdy news in the world going on right now. Uh, if you'd like to, you can go to WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com so you can check all of that out. Follow us on Twitch at VanillaBear35 for all of our speedrunning and Twitch stream efforts. Uh, haven't streamed in a while. I was like, hopefully, you, hopefully you'll be back <laughs> sooner be rather back than soon. later. Yeah, I really hope to be back soon. Um, I would love to be able to get a new computer. It's it's on the way, I promise. Uh, you can go ahead and follow the podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Google Play. Follow us on Stitcher. Whatever audio format you choose to get your podcast from, make sure you hit that subscribe button. It keeps the lights on for us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at WePod and We Know. On Instagram at We Podcast and We Know Things. And just search out We Podcast and We Know Things on Facebook. Uh, we post all the movie trailers and everything over there too. So make sure you're following us on all your social media platforms and all your audio formats to get the best damn podcast in the business. We podcast and we know things. But Sam, I had uh, in our rundown that I send you every week, I just had the word open. I didn't have what I was going to talk about. <laughs> just just an open. Yeah. And generally, we try to open up with something that's not necessarily related to the topics of the show. Something in life, something whatever. And it came across my attention the other day on Instagram as I'm in my office. Well, my second office. Uh, the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, look at you in two offices. And I'm scrolling through uh, Instagram. And uh, recently, I would say in the last six months, the only reason I would ever go to Wendy's flew right out the window when they got rid of spicy nuggets. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. And they got rid of spicy chicken nuggets. And I was devastated. <laughs> uh, it is the only re- I have the only fast food I have that's open late in my area is the Wendy's on the corner. What there. about their spicy chicken, which is phenomenal? It's good, but it's so much. Jesus you got God. the roll, the giant piece of chicken. Rip it's off five the bucks. Rip off the it's bread. It's five bucks for just for a big nugget. I, I'd rather just not. Um, plus, I can't dip the sandwiches good into sweet and sour sauce. So oh I can those little God. nuggies. First world problems. Over Love here. those chicky nugs. But scrolling through Instagram, and I see dollar forty nine, ten spicy chicken nuggets from the one, the only <laughs> Burger King, baby. Ah, uh, see, that's like the one fast food nuggets that I really don't care for is Burger King. I feel like they're like the Tyson ones that you're that are in your freezer that you can have any damn time. Like I, that's like probably the only place I really don't eat their nuggets. But their chicken, their chicken fries, phenomenal. Chicken fries are, and they used to have spicy chicken fries for like a month. They had the jalapeno chicken fries. Mm. They were good. Any chicken fries, really, except for these nacho cheese chicken fries that can piss off. I'm not a fan I mean, of that. I probably still eat them, but uh, I am a big fan of the BK. 
Uh, and now even much more because they got chicken nugs. Ten for a dollar forty nine. I don't care if they're like Tyson. I can't get that many from Tyson for that little price. <laughs> you're, so. you're right. That, that, that is pretty cheap. Even one, if they are. One thing that I wish BK would bring back: the uh, angry Whopper. Oh yeah, yeah delicious. Maybe not up your. It's a little spicy no, for you. Like, I, I, I love spicy. Apart, I love spicy. <laughs> I love spicy. I just. Uh, I just don't eat it when I have stuff to do for two days. <laughs> I have to clear my schedule. That's all I really. That's all I really need. But I was wondering about this, and I was going to put it on Twitter, and I didn't. I was going to put it on my personal Facebook, but I didn't. Um, I was wondering, and I'll ask you. Not your favorite. Not your favorite. I would probably say your favorite's probably Chick Fil A. But what is the well, fast food well, you've had the most in your life? Well, Chick Chick Fil A is on like another level. That's like almost right. even above. Right. But besides that, it, it probably has to be McDonald's. In your life, you yeah. probably had McDonald's. The I most. threw back quite a few Big Macs in my day. Yeah, I would. I would have to argue that McDonald's is is easily. Like, I think it's actually far and away it's, the it's, fast it's food it's I've had the most. Between that, all the Happy Meals they had. I mean, don't get me wrong. BK has a good run for its money because we used to have one in the Parkwood and Shopping Center. And that's why Center. it's this is probably second for and, me. And they used to have the um the DBZ collectible figures. Mm-hmm. I had everyone but Vegeta. Machi was the only one I knew that had the Vegeta, and I never got it. Well, where's it at now? Oh, my minor trash. But oh, I think man. I think I think Machi still has the Vegeta though. I I used to go to Burger King every single solitary day from the summer of fifth grade going into sixth with Dan Levan and Mike Sequoia. We would go to Burger King. I would get a double hamburger, Mighty Kids or Big Kids meal. Uh, with an, Mighty Kids. <laughs> with an, I think Mighty Kids was McDonald's. Big Kids meal with an orange soda, and then we'd hit the Dairy Queen in the same shopping center. We'd walk to D, uh, DQ. That was there back then? Mm-hmm. And I'd get a vanilla blizzard with nerds. And my mom gave me 10 bucks every day for that whole summer. Damn, and must it be got, nice. And it got me through. And you know what's funny? In that same shopping center was my dad's deli that I could have just eaten at for free. Yeah, but there's something different. You know, it's it's a big deal when you can actually just kind of go on your own a little bit in fifth grade and just oh my blow God, your yeah. money on. Burger oh yeah, King. we'd we'd walk there, so we felt pretty cool walking from Bell Green all the way to the park. Which now it's center. a Dunkin' Donuts. Now it's a Dunkin' Donuts. The Dairy Queen is is it still the Pretzel Shop? Yeah, yeah, it's Pretzel Factory. It's Pretzel Factory still. And these uh, are free ads, everybody. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we are not sponsored by Burger King and or Dunks and or the Pretzel Shop. We don't. We currently don't have a sponsor. It'd be cool though. Yeah, I'll take some nuggets. Oh, absolutely. If you want to throw some, <laughs> I mean, let me. Don't get me wrong. I can spend the dollar forty nine, but if you want, throw us some free chicky nugs. We'll hit it up on the Instagram. <laughs> Give you guys a tag. I just wanted to know, man, what everybody's kind of like favorite fast food. Fast food? No, no, no. Or, or fast just food they've eaten the most. The most. Okay. McDonald's though, because. Once I got a driver's license, and then once you turn 21 and you're out late, the only other thing that's exactly. really out with you is Taco Bell or Wawa or McDonald's, and it's McDonald's. And there, there is the 24-hour Burger King on Street Road also. Yeah, yeah, but it's almost like the forgotten child. It's on the left-hand side of the road. It's like it's the down, by the, child. It's right. down by the Sonic and the 95 right. exit, so like you don't go down that far. This, dude, the McDonald's is right across from the Wawa. It's right there on Humeville, hey, so it's like... Cut through the back. You cut through the back, right, yeah, right, and I'm right. going down a golf course road, and I'm home. You know what yeah. I mean? I cut right back right. past Passmark. So, you know, I'm not saying I've done it. It's a actually times. a red nurse now. It's a red nurse. That's now, how long it's been since you've been in the area. No, no, I knew it was red nurse. Mike Forward actually used to work okay. there. Yeah, red nurse is where Ashley's parents shop. So, I've been in there once. Me too, and it was with Ryan Cunningham to get when we were at the apartment. We were getting something normal. I can't remember what it was. But I went to Redner's, and they don't have anything normal. It's all like it's, Redner's it's, yeah, brand. It's different, yeah. Kind of like up here, there's a Weiss. 
and it's all Weiss brand instead of Every like Purdue it. chicken. It's Weiss chicken. I'm like, I wouldn't trust them. Yeah, I got a giant. <laughs> I got a giant right. Literally, you can see it from my doorstep. But anyway, uh, it is time for a trivia. Let's real quick though do a rundown of the show we have today. We have our trivia section. It is one nothing me. Um, again, full point if you get it right away. If you need the choices, it goes to a half a point. First to 11, win by two, just like old school basketball on the playground. Uh, then we have uh, music section. We're going to dive into that. Then we're going to go to movies, television, end with gaming. And then finally, our last segment is our new segment we just started last week with our pick of the week um, that we've gotten a lot of positive feedback about. Uh, if you want to, by the way, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram with your fast food that you've eaten the most in your life, your favorite fast food, whatever. Uh, we'll be more than happy to have that conversation because now I just want Burger King. <laughs> um, but Sam, uh, I'll let you start this week uh, with your trivia question. All right, I figure I'll give you a nice little easy 50-50 shot. Okay. Who appeared first in comics? Green Arrow or Dr. Fate? Green Arrow or Dr. Fate? Correct. Considering I've never heard of Dr. Fate, I'm going to go Green Arrow. Incorrect. Ah, whatever. Oh, Green Hour was 1941, Dr. Fate 1940. Oh. So a little bit before we were born. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I would say, <laughs> you know, you said 1940? 1940. For Dr. Fate? Yeah. All right, I was at 48 years old. So Not bad. And, well, yeah. and Dr. Fate, he's the guy, he has a big gold helmet. I'm sure you've seen him before. I'm, I've You're definitely just, seen him. This for us. But you said doctor, and I was like, doctor. I'm with you. <laughs> Dr. J? Dr. Strange, that's what I was going with. <laughs> um, but your trivia question... Also comic related. Oh, first time for everything. Also comic. I've asked you a couple of comic <laughs> questions, but this one I actually knew the answer to. Every other one, nope. Um, who, I, I, I looked it up online for the, I knew the answer, but I did not know why or how. But who was the first member of the X-Men to learn Wolverine's real name? Interesting. Off the top of my head, I don't know. Interesting. Well, I don't want—I don't want to say I'm not going to ask for names, but I'm thinking Jean Grey, Logan, Cyclops, or Storm. Those are the big ones. But it could be none of them. What did you say? I forget. Jean Grey, Wolver- you said Jean Grey, Logan, which is oh, it is himself. <laughs> yeah, Jean Grey, Logan, Cyclops, or Storm. So let's change Logan. It, it, put in another one in your could, head because I will give you the hint. That's not the right answer. It could be Professor X. I guess it has to be him, right? Yeah, go Professor X. A.K.A. Charles Xavier? Yeah. A.K.A. Uh, wrong. So the answer is Nightcrawler. Damn it. If you would have asked for choices, I would have said Nightcrawler, Storm, Cyclops, or Kitty Pride. Yeah, Kitty Pride. Okay, Shadowcat. Uh, Nightcrawler accompanied Wolverine on a mission to Canada to patch things up with Alpha Fight in Uncanny X-Men number 139 in November of 1980. When Heather Hudson sees Wolverine, she addresses him as Logan, which surprises Nightcrawler considerably. You never told us, Nightcrawler says. You never asked, Wolverine replies. Wow. Hmm. All right, that's, that's, that's fair. So it still outdates us by eight and nine yeah. years. I, I figured it was you know, Professor X just because he's a, he's a you know, telepath, stuff like that. I figured he just you know, knew his name. But, all right. All right, so it is still one to nothing. Uh, we hit a dry spell last in the last couple months before our hiatus. We're hitting a dry. <laughs> we'll start right back. <laughs> a little bit of a dry spell Perfect. since we've been back. 
Uh, let's kick it off with the music section as uh, just kind of a friendly reminder slash, hey, if you didn't know, uh, this past Tuesday night, um, I had a chance to interview a fantastic band out of the Detroit, Michigan area, Beta Camp. Uh, they were kind enough to come on the show via Skype for an hour. Um, they hung out and we talked about their debut uh, LP, Violent Honey, that was crowdfunded. Um, they raised over $12,000 just to be able to uh, make their first record. Um, they then came down from Detroit to New Jersey, uh, Hammond to New Jersey, to record at the Lumberyard, which is run by Ace of uh, the Old November and Nick of Man Overboard, um, with the Butter King, Don Maggi, super intern, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was the coolest story. I love that story. But they opened up and told us all about that experience and sleeping in a little tiny bunk bedroom, and they didn't have showers, so they worked it out with a local gym. That's what that is. <laughs> they worked it out with a local gym to go shower there for three weeks while they were recording and told the whole story, and it was a fascinating, fantastic discussion. And yes, at the end of it, we got into movies, we got into uh, TV, and we got into video games with those guys, and they actually knew what speedrunning was. Which it was really neat. It was a really like down there, like they were down the earth guys. It was a fun interview. Um, I mean, obviously, I was sad I couldn't make it. Tuesday nights are tough for me, but they, I was shame I missed it. They seem like great guys, and I actually listened to that episode before our own. So, well, I appreciate it. Yeah. And and honestly, uh, if you guys have any interest, go back. It's entitled a bonus episode, just like when we interviewed Surge from the early November. We didn't title the episode with a number; just put it as a bonus episode. Um, and you can go back and take a look at that. It's the most recent episode we posted after the one you're listening to right now. Um, it's about 50, 52 minutes long, somewhere around that uh, range. And you owe it to yourself to go to iTunes and pick up Violent Honey, their debut LP. It is so absolutely stinking good. You just owe it to yourself. So please go check that out. Uh, it is no surprise that the uh, early November, uh, I'm sorry, the Surge interview and the Beta Camp interview are two of our top three highest downloaded episodes of all time. And that one just happened on Tuesday. Yeah, so. And that's, it's about right. <laughs> it, it sounds about right. The other one is actually when we announced our hiatus. So people were like super hyped to hear we were going away. Oh, they're going away. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, the second highest rated episode we've ever had was the one where we announced we were going away for a month and a half. Awesome. <laughs> and, Feels um, good. People are so excited to have us back. I bet sons of bitches. They're probably looking at their podcast app and we popped up God last week it. and they were like, frick. <laughs> we got to listen to these jamokes again. But uh, other than that, um, I'm actually going to a show this Wednesday, and we always like to talk about you know, when we're going to a show or review the show we just went to. Uh, but this Wednesday, I'll be going to see Brand New with Ryan Cunningham, so that'll be a great time. Uh, looking forward to it. They dropped Science Fiction, their new LP. Um, so I'm hoping and looking forward to hearing a bunch of tracks off that record. Um, super good. Did you, did you listen to Science Fiction yet I, at all? I still have not. It's really good. Uh, it's It's... One day in life. It's more deja. It's more deja than anything else. But you can just consider the days of your favorite weapon just gone, which is fine with me. I know, but that's your favorite it, brand exa- new record. Exactly. It's probably it's why I did not join you on this concert. <laughs> and it was also sixty bucks. Yeah, to me, yeah. Sorry. I will give them this though. They did something incredibly cool and I never They charge extra on fees? Uh, they did something incredibly cool, and I've only heard of it once. I'm sure it's happened a couple times. Um, but what they did was they went on StubHub and all the other third-party kind of ticket resellers took all the tickets down that were on there and re-put them up on their actual site at face value. Which is still 
price, but I, I guess that's kind of cool. I mean, what were they going for on them websites? Like a hundred bucks, three twenty-five. Oh, that's ridiculous. So, I mean, to yeah. have that oh, happen never. was and really you cool. to spend three hundred twenty-five dollars on one ticket for brand new year. You're insane. <laughs> well, they people would, and I would. I spent four twenty-five on a tattoo. I'd spend three twenty-five on a ticket. I'd spend maybe fifty if they did your favorite weapon and other hits. Like that's a done deal. But other than that, I saw them once. I that's feel like for me. I feel like in fifty years we're gonna look back and say, "Brand new, your favorite weapon and other hits." Like I would that's be, be great. I would be the first one to buy a ticket. That'd be great. They're just up there, and Jesse's like seventy-two, just sitting up there, just like. No, and it's I, I short just like your temper. You'll probably hear maybe one song from that album if you're Probably lucky. mixtape. And I don't like the way he does it, so I'd rather not even hear it. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Give them some Dude. credit, though. The dudes took down the secondary tickets and put them back up for I, face. I, I guess I gave them credit. You're, you're letting deal. other people see you for that don't have that type of coin. That's they, pretty neat. Oh, it's neat. It's real neat. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. It, You're I, savage. I, obviously, it's, it's it's a good thing to take them out. But even 60, to me, is too much for brand new. That's just me. Christ, there's way other bands that don't charge half that. But I digress. You will have a fantastic time with the show, and I wish you all the luck and happiness, my friend. And we will be seeing Say Anything in January. They're doing two nights in Philly where they're playing everything. Yeah. Well, that, that would be a better show to me to look forward to. Yeah, and both tickets would have cost what the brand new ticket cost. Yeah, but my we point, only exactly. we only we're only going to one night. What's all you two. need? You're, they're playing what, with what album in its entirety? All of them, basically. Okay. Yeah, they're playing Israel Boy, uh, in defense of the genre, and the self-titled. All three of them. Which is my favorite out of and them. I yeah. think I, I forget what night we got. If we got Israel Boy in the first half of In Defense, or did we get the second half of In Defense and the self-titled? I am almost positive we got the second half. That's what I hope. And, I hope and the did. self-titled. I'm almost positive. Um, I want to say because I was bummed because I like the first half of In Defense of the Genre like ten times better than the second half. It's 23 songs. Holy crap! But but there are sec there are songs on the second half. That I never heard live that I'm excited to hear, and the the self titled to me is my favorite Say Anything album, and I don't know if it's particularly yeah. close. So to hear, you know, hate everyone again and do better and yeah. less cute, you, you'll be fine. Eloise, you'll I can't fine. wait to hear you'll, Eloise you'll be fine. live again. I, I mean, it's like I remember a, like my tenth or eleventh time seeing Say Anything. So that's like the one band you would have ex- expected me to have a tattoo of that I don't. Yeah, I, I gotta make that. Right. I gotta make that happen. Yeah. I'm, with you, it's only a matter of time. Well. You'll think of something. She told me no last night when I told her, but I'm definitely planning that my dance seven dance tattoo. <laughs> I'm definitely getting. Are you guys come home surprise? Hmm. You gonna come home? No, I did that. Surprise. I did that with my movie life tattoo. It was a surprise that she didn't know about. Did it go over good? No, <laughs> no. And we had people over when I showed her that I didn't realize people were over. And uh, I took her. I showed her, and she like pulled me in the bedroom and like started hitting me in the arm and like, yelled at me and shit. <laughs> You didn't tell me. I was like, you were in Detroit. I wanted to surprise you. Surprise. I, I think it's when I got the leaf colored. No, I got love, my love park tattoo covered in, like colored. Yeah. And then the movie life at the same time. I got them both the same night. And uh, she, was, she got over it. She was none too pleased. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> after I lied to her about how much the brand new tattoo cost. I told her it was, You gave her the debt price. I told her it was 200 bucks and it was 450 or 425 Ooh. So, it's whatever. Uh, hey. <laughs> we're married now. So. <laughs> You're stuck now. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I think we've recovered just fine. But let's get into the movie section. And uh, we are going to start off with uh, a trailer that happened the day we posted the podcast last week. We posted the podcast on Sunday morning of last week. And then the next hour, I posted at 9, at 10, 
The damn Justice League trailer dropped. But we knew they already yeah, said that was going to be Sunday, and it was on our Facebook page right after that. But um, what did you think of it? Did you happen? You happen to just catch it? I watched every trailer that's on our rundown. Uh, here's the deal: I watched it once, and I watched it Sunday. So I'm I was hoping you would start it so I can get the memory. But here's what I remember: Superman's out in the field. Uh, well, well, I'm sorry, Clark, well, Clark Kent. Clint, Clark Kent is out. In the field. Come on, you don't freaking correct me every time. Uh, and what's her nuts? The, the redhead is. Uh, Checking him out in the field. She wakes up. She's all alone because Superman died in BVS. Um, Drop the V. You have the best title for that movie, BS. And uh, let's see. What else? Lois Lane has... I guess she's got anxiety. She's all sad and shit because he's dead and not around. Well, of course. (laughs) And then I, I can't... I can't remember what else. There's a sweet close-up of Wonder Woman smiling, because uh, Gal Gadot or Gadot or whatever is super hot, and fantastic. Ben Affleck is Batman. Ben I think's Aff- looking looks badass as he usual. Does, he does look badass as usual. I'm still a cyborg guy. I'm still not a Flash guy. Oh, dude, they showed Jason Momoa as Aquaman like fully in character, and people are going nuts because he's like super ripped. Well, and- I think it was what I think might have been two days ago that they released like an, an Aquaman like. Basically, like, trailer, just, yeah. like, kind of more of his scenes. And, dude, he, I don't think anyone's going to be making fun of Aquaman anymore. <laughs> nah, they, they completely changed what he looks like. That blonde thing is kind of going. He's got some, like, blondy streaks in his yeah. hair, but he's got the, the dark He's hair. got some crazy-ass eye contacts in. Yeah. looks awesome. And they, they showed some swimming scenes. The CG looks okay. It looks pretty yeah. good. Um, Cy- Cyborg looked good. I like Cyborg. They, Oh, yeah. Didn't they... Uh, I'm still waiting. They I, were fighting people and, like... Parademons. Aquaman, yeah, and Aquaman, like jumps off the Batmobile into uh, and like they're flying through the air into one or maybe they're flying through the air and he like someone catches him and throws him back and the, it was he, pretty it was pretty badass he, they the were all like just getting interviewed and they kind of said like you know what was one of your favorite moments like me he goes I was surfing on the Batmobile he said how could that not be my favorite moment I was like yeah that's about right what I gathered from it like my initial thought is and I go back to what my criticisms of Suicide Squad were I liked it the first time I saw it and the more I saw it I saw it three times the more and more I watched it the less and less I like it and the more and more I'm critical of it, because it's very dark, and I don't mean the subject matter, I mean the actual movie yeah. is really colored. Just, yeah. It's kind of, there's like almost a sepia overtone in the daytime scenes, and most of the movie takes place at night in the rain, so it's very kind of just a black, dark movie. And then you get Wonder Woman, which for the most part is this beautiful, yeah. vibrant film with color. Boy, howdy, do I love color. And then I go to this Justice League film, which they're saying is going to be lighter than BVS, both in tone yeah. and kind of in color. I'm not expecting it to be as bright as Wonder Woman on the Isles. Um, what was it? What was the island called? Themyscira. Yeah. I'm not expecting it to be that bright, but this did still carry. It's very red. Yeah, the it, sky is very red. There's a very red overtone to this. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that they did make it a little more colorful, just maybe didn't show it, just to kind of keep everyone... You know, just keep them guessing. Like, kind of like I felt like what they did with Superman. By not showing Superman, I think that was great. They stuck yeah. to their guns. They give you the little tease of Clark Kent. Obviously, everyone and their, their mother knows mm-hmm. he's going to be in the movie. But I, just that little taste of him in the beginning, I thought that was perfect. But uh, don't you think if they were saving the color for the film, that the trailer, by being the same exact tone and pitch and hue as the other trailers and films that have come out sans Wonder Woman... 
it doesn't give off a great vibe. It doesn't say, hey, just wait for the film. There's color. You would want to show, at least in an establishing shot or an opening shot, that, hey, there is color in this world. But it does make it look like this world is very dreary. There's a lot of bad in this world, which we know there is. Yeah. And we know that the Justice League is obviously, they haven't come together yet. They'll come together and they'll overcome this evil. But I would have liked to see just a r- literal ray of hope. Just well, a glimmer I mean, well, of you, something. You did see Steppenwolf kind of slam down Earth with, I guess, yeah. his hammer and there's parademons flying. So, I mean, it's, it's tough to be colorful at that moment. Agree. But I assume that it, it has to have different moments. Just I'm assuming the buildup to get everybody. You know what I mean? Did and they then, announce the runtime of this film? I, I did not see that yet. I'm I'd imagine it's probably going to be at least two and a half, three hours. I was thinking I was thinking like I mean, two forty. To me, that's perfect. Like, I, yeah, you know, I, as I, long as it's not a long two forty, because there are some films, Marvel, DC, whatever, that are two forty that feel three three forty. Yeah, uh, but then there are also some films that are two forty and feel like, like twenty minutes. I, I didn't get a chance to see. Um, what was it? Um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Yeah, and that has. Uh, 185 minutes i heard that that was it's a real long one but i heard good things about the movie i just i want to know if, if is that gonna feel like an eternity yeah. you know i don't know yeah our homies over at that kind of nerd they they let us know that that film is actually really solid uh so i'm looking forward to kind of getting into that yeah because me and cj were kind of on the same boat of basically first blade runner was like blah yeah you know what i mean so it, it was good to see that he enjoyed the second one i am still looking forward to just league it's what less than a month away or just about it's a month away november 17th yeah, so it's it's we're there yeah. man like it, you will be seeing this in a month. I've, I've been waiting for this movie for 28 years, so yeah, it's a long time coming. And I, I will definitely be seeing it. I, I would love to see it night one. I don't have any uh, opposition to that. Um, depends on who's playing. I hope we'll be seeing it quite a few times that weekend. At, le- at least two is like what I'm now, what I'm going for. Now, I, I would assume you're not going to be a Thursday night guy. You'll wait till Friday morning to so get morning. it all cheap. Friday morning, and then maybe like a Saturday night or Sunday morning type of deal, just to immerse myself i would totally deeper. do a sunday morning man you do wake up it's go the, to the theater you come home and watch football all day well to me it's it's perfect you know get food shopping early get that out of the way boom food's away bam go see the movie 9 15 9 30 yeah dude it's it's dude and instead of going if you go at nighttime imax or whatever you're gonna drop 20 bucks that's we, just for the ticket i remember we saw episode seven together at nine o'clock in the yeah. morning Dude, it's the best time, at least for me. You know, I, oh, yeah. I, I used to be able to sneak mad food in there now. I don't sneak as much, but, you know, I still got my drink. I ain't spending $5 <laughs> for a small drink and $8 for a popcorn. You're crazy. Yeah, a night at the movies turns into a night Dude, at, like, like... having a family now? I can't even imagine. You're going to drop 100 bucks. Three people, tickets, food, drinks? No. Tickets are, it would be 60 bucks for three people. 2020 20, if you see it in IMAX. Then you got the food for three people. You are definitely looking at $100 a night. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, That's it's, a night at the chart house, man. It's very expensive. Yeah. So. so we could go to a steak dinner by the waterfall <laughs> on the Delaware, or we could go see a movie. What do you want to do? Yeah, it's, it's tough. But, I mean, hey, I'm really looking forward to this film. I, all, I've been hearing a lot of positive things about this. I usually, you know, BVS, when that, obviously when they released the Doomsday Chair, a lot of people were hating on it. I haven't seen too much hate for this film, but, of course, there's going to be the haters I'm just hoping for good things. The newest Batman animated film, Batman vs. Two-Face, uh, has come out. You have it. You haven't watched yep, it yet. Not, didn't give a chance yet. Uh, IGN has scored it an 8.4. Uh, here's the verdict on their review. Batman vs. Two-Face is a worthy entry in the 1966 cartoon, one that plums the depths uh, of what has come before while also introducing some new elements. William Shatner's Two-Face slash Harvey Dent is nicely realized and fits in well with the particular take on the Batman world, while Adam West brings his affable charm and unsatiable good humor to his iconic take on the character one last time. You will be missed, old chum. 8.4, uh, great. That was a nice read. I mean, obviously we know the passing already of 
Yeah. I hope this is going to sound cynical, and I don't want it to. I just hope that the score wasn't affected by the fact that Adam West, it was his last film. I would hope that the film, even if he didn't pass away, would still hold up on his own. Even the first film got got pretty good ratings, too, also. I mean, you know, yeah, it's his last portrayal of Batman. You got Burt Ward coming back as Robin. Julian Newmar's coming back as Catwoman. You already said Shatner's Two-Face. Yeah. So, to me, I had a bot. I own every other DC animated film. So, I'm hoping maybe tomorrow or maybe even later today I can get to it. And then, you know, I'll give you guys my opinions to it next next week. Yeah, absolutely. And if you let me know, I'll drop it on the Twitter, you know, yeah. what you thought of it. You know, absolutely. Um, I like the old school kind of Batmans. That's why I'm really excited by Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah. I'm, and that's apparently a horror. They, they've kind of came out this week and said it will be a horror, which is cool because I like animated horror. I'd like to see how people try to get you with hand-drawn horror. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I read some more. I didn't put it in the notes or anything, but... I read that there's, like, some Batman animated, like, ninja, th- like, animated movie coming to Blu-ray in 2018. Like, I- I'll hope I'll-, I'll do more research. Maybe next week I can kind of dig a little bit more out of it. But I thought there was, like, a little teaser release for New York Comic Con. But what I saw, I, I enjoyed. Yeah. But I'll- hopefully I'll find we- out more we next We went week. through the NYCC stuff, the New York Comic Con news, pretty thoroughly. I don't remember seeing anything like that. Maybe we missed it. Yeah. I mean, we do this stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do more digging. Yeah, we, we definitely do a lot of note-taking yeah. throughout the week. So it's very possible we missed something. Um, doing our due diligence there, but there was even more trailers that came out. Switching over to the Disney, Marvel, Star Wars elements, uh, the Last Jedi came out with a trailer, and I just watched it a few hours ago. I was like, it's fresh. I completely I, I waited I on purpose. Since, since it, yeah, I completely waited on purpose. Um, I can see why people were like, "What the hell?" Um, I, I did read a lot of it. Yeah, our boy Ryan Simmons even like a lengthy post about yeah, it because they pretty much you saw it right. Yeah, yeah they pretty much put Snoke's face. Yeah, in it yeah. and the only thing you didn't see he had a hand over about one yeah, third of his face yeah. so you never saw his lips I mean, or his nose or his mouth but Ram Johnson did say guys watch at your own peril yeah he did say that yeah and but, but we, we had to watch but it you know what's funny dude this goes back to what you say actually what we both say but more you all the time in the past year of trailers doing too much yeah. giving too much and I don't know if this movie sorry I don't know if this movie gave away too much but I feel like what surprises are left we didn't know what Snoke looked like. No, now we got yeah, it no, I know. in a trailer. Yeah, I, I guess that was probably one of the main reasons I think the director might have been unhappy with it. Like, why would you show that? You know what I mean? Yeah. But we had to watch Rain it. Rain Johnson, right? Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like agree with uh, with Ryan Simmons what he said. He's like, I wasn't as hyped when I saw the the trailer for Force Awakens. Like, you saw that, you're like, holy shit! Yeah. Oh my god! Like, I agree with him there. I don't have. I'm not coming into it the hype that I have for it. But of course, I'm still going to see it. Sure, but you understand this. Force Awakens was the first Star Wars film we got literal in canon since episode 3 in, what, 2004, 5, 6, whatever sure. that was. And now we've had three Star okay. Wars. This is the third Star Wars film in three years. But So there is, but it's, again, it's not going to be as they, they didn't show us By the way, Leia was in it. face. Yeah, true. So they, you know, I remember when Force Awakens, you kind of saw like the, the smashed up helmet of Vader. I think yep. maybe in the last trailer, the you last trailer. see an open a door, you see Vader. But that was it. They didn't show you, like you didn't know that you're, the last 10 minutes of the movie, he was coming and just effing everybody up. We didn't know that was coming. Talking about Rogue One? No. Oh, yeah. that was Rogue One. I was, was, mixed. One. I was yeah. mixing. Yeah, I was mixing. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, Still, yeah. point being, though, that we got that on the last trailer. This is trailer number two uh, for Last Jedi. It's coming out in December. But we saw um, a potential fight between Leia and Kylo Ren. We saw Snoke's 
face and yeah. a lot of it. You saw those little guinea pig things that I can understand people don't yeah. like those. They yeah. are officially a meme yeah, now online. That's all. That's I saw everywhere. We posted the poster, the official poster for The Last Jedi, the newest official poster on our Instagram. Again, at we podcast and we know things all one word. And uh, I didn't post this one, but I saw like almost right under it when I went through my feed of the exact same poster, but they photoshopped that little guinea pig thing's face into everybody's face. Yeah. It was it, hilarious. It, it, like his mouth was open. Like, <gasps> yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. I don't know what the hell the thing's called. It's got a weird name. Um, I'm calling it Jar Jar 2.0 because this thing's going to be <laughs> just as hated. These things it are going to be. be just as hated as Jar Jar. I don't know. Jar Jar has a lot of hate. And a lot of love. Uh, it's I, mostly I, hate. It's mostly said, hate. I don't know how many people but he's love be, him. He's becoming like a cult favorite. Yeah. yeah. And all oh, the memes. The memes are helping it. You yeah. Know? I think he's, they're hilarious. In in the one part of I think it was episode one, they're walking towards a pod racer and he steps in poop, and it's hilarious because I think he goes, "Oh, the poopy," <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and it's like really subtle. You have to listen. Yeah. It's not actual dialogue. It's more in the background. But but you're hyped to see this film though. Eh. I you know me in yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. It's. I am, you know, I know my our boy MRC Tech Sean Carcitti is super hyped oh, for God. this. He, he was all over it. Um, I'm, I'm deaf. I know that. You know, Star Wars. It can just be Vader making fart noises for two minutes, and he would love the trailer, of course, which is completely fine. I feel that way about Mario. Mar, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So, but I am, I'm excited. I will see it. But my Star Wars love is not. It's, it's, I mean, of course, I don't have. The, I'm not going to lie to you and say my Star Wars love. I'm on the top of the list. No, I'm like a five out of ten. You know, I'm right there. In the I middle. own all seven Same. episodes. I don't own Rogue One because I hated it. Uh, it's on Netflix anyway for now until they take did it you, off. Did you ever watch uh, Star Wars Clone Wars? No, I don't. I don't. When, I don't when I pick, any extra lore? When I picked up the lap, laptop from like you know uh, Simmons, he was basically telling me a lot about. It. He's like, it's a really good show. You should give it a chance. And I, I might actually just to get his strong positive feedback of it. I might have to for sure. And I and yeah. I wouldn't say don't do it. Yeah. But the only extended piece of of canon or lore, and actually I don't even know if it is canon. I think Battlefront is, but Star Wars Battlefront I played the hell out of. Yeah. On extra on Xbox One. Um, but the only other piece I have was Pod One Racer. It's a great game. It's a great game. <laughs> it's the only thing I really cared about in Star Wars growing up. I played that, that game was a before 64, I saw the right? yeah. yeah, you're the one who actually owned it, and yeah. I played it at your house. Yeah, it was great growing up. So that was the, tough. I remember it was, it was a yeah. very tough game. If that I I played that game before I saw episodes five and six. At that point no, no, in my that's, life, that's about right. That's at, about right. We're that, kids, right? At that point in my life, I only had seen episode yeah. four. So and before even episode one, I, yeah. I, I so you know. I like Star Wars. I I, I appreciate the hell I, out of Star Wars. I just don't I, I just kind of hope that you know Mark Hamill can still kind of like bring it here because you know he's been basically you know, I mean, he I looks really actor. old oh, in that old, trailer. But he's kind of been behind the scenes. He's been he's been a voice actor. Like, I feel like that's where obviously besides the original Star Wars, like between Joker and you know all their stuff like that, that's where he's been kind of staying relevant. If that makes sense. I mean, of course, I was always going to remember Mark Hamill, but I just hope that he can bring something to the table here. Because Daisy, Daisy Ridley looks awesome. She John Boyega yeah. looks good. Yep. So there was a gold stormtrooper. They gave that one away too. Yeah. So kind of like that ninja one from Episode Seven. They they're giving dude, away some enemies. It's it's coming quick. It's December eighteenth. Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe right. that was Episode Seven. But no, it's in December. I, I think sometime. it's right before Christmas. So. Yeah, like just like the last two. I believe yeah. the last two released in December. I'm sure the Han Solo but film next year. I'll will be, be there December. probably first weekend. Yeah, I, I would assume so too. Another film coming out relatively soon. We have Thor Ragnarok, which. Uh, it's reportedly going to, and not report. I mean, it, it is. It's going to kick off a three-film story arc for the Hulk. Was a it, new story arc. Was this said by Kevin Feige? It is. It was said by Kevin Feige. Thank you. Um, 
And of course, it was a clickbaity headline because when you read into it, the other two films are Infinity War and the second part of yeah. Infinity War. So it's Avengers Three, Avengers Four, and Ragnarok are this big three-story uh, Hulk arc. Like, I mean, troll. I mean, it's yeah. It was definitely a big clickbait because I'm everyone clicked on that goddamn thing. But I mean, of course. I'm going to want, of course, more Hulk because we haven't seen a solo Hulk film since Edward Norton. And we're never going to. I mean, we're not going to for a very long time. Well, unless Universal gives up its rights. Paramount. Oh, no, it is Universal. Universal holds the distribution rights to the Hulk. And the only way... like, Make a deal with Marvel. But Yeah, but I don't want it to go the way of the amazing Spider-Man where it's on its third freaking reboot. It was Raimi... then but, Web and now but, Homecoming. But Sony finally like okay. Sony's under, the worst they, filmmaking. No, they, distribution. They, they understood that they couldn't make the Spider-Man film the way they wanted to, so they part of Marvel, and the film was a lot better than a lot of their other films. Comes out on Blu-ray this Tuesday. Matter of fact, so I'm hyped it, on that. It, it, I haven't seen my, it yet. It's in my Amazon card. I will be going and buying it at Best Buy because it's also the day that the new South Park game comes out. So uh, the long-awaited, the long-awaited. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go knock what, them both out and grab Baby did Driver. You, did you happen to hear? Um, I guess it was during the Thor Ragnarok uh, premiere. Uh, Mark Ruffalo on his phone had mm-hmm. had the on his Instagram live or whatever put it in his pocket. But it was like the first 15 minutes or 10 minutes of audio was heard, you know, live streamed to everyone. And then I guess eventually it got cut off or something. But people said the first 15 minutes sounded great. <laughs> sounded great. Yeah, so, it was cool. It's. Uh... I, it looks great to me, and that's I think that's November third or fourth, so that's literally right around the corner. Ragnarok. I, I didn't get into the original Thor. I didn't get into the second Thor. This Thor seems like a completely shift, like a complete shift in tone. It doesn't seem like it's going to be slower. It seems like it's going to be fast paced, like almost like a Civil War type, like speed to it. I'm excited for it. Um, I I don't know what's going on with Hemsworth's haircut. But whatever. See, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. We're bringing Loki back. It looks like him Loki's and, gonna be back. Yeah. Looks like they already had some funny, funny scenes of him and Hulk when they were in like the, the, the gladiator pit, pit room. Um, which might call Valkyrie's finally making her first screen appearance. So I'm excited to see what, what they bring to the table. I'm excited to see who else shows up. Yeah, there's always that little bit of cameo. So yeah, there's there's always the chance that maybe it's get Chris. Somebody. Maybe it's Chris Pratt. Maybe you see him at the end. You don't know. <laughs> You don't know. A little Star Lord action. Yeah, why not? Because they're, they're coming next for the Avengers, so everyone's going to be there. So maybe they have a little meetup before. What are you looking forward to most, Infinity War or Justice League? You and you know what? The reason I don't even care well, what you say right now is because you had to think about no, it. No, no, no. That I, makes me no, happy. No, I had to think because I mean it's just the, we had what like twelve films of Marvel build up, right? You know, and of course I'm always excited to the characters. I mean Justice League, it's. It's just, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm excited for both films, but maybe, I would say maybe more just for the Avengers, just because there's so much story invested in it. Sure. Finally able to see Thanos in action. Going to see, you know, the Guardians meet with the Avengers. It's just, Marvel had so much time for the build-up. I think the hype should be more towards Marvel. But mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I'm hype as shit for Justice League. We all know I'm a DC guy, and I've been waiting for this my whole life. DC's doing their team-up a little backwards. They're doing the team-up film before there's any solo films. Marvel put a couple solo films in place yeah, so for the they Avengers. Had, they had the story lined and then, up. And then they did the team-up, but they've been doing films since 2000. Exactly. Well, even before that, technically 1984, but whatever. But DC is kind of going the opposite direction, which I totally see that logic of we have so much invested in these characters, yeah. whereas DC, we're going to see these characters. For the, we've never seen Aquaman on film from, from Momoa's standpoint. We've never seen Cyborg on film. This version of Flash we've never seen on film. And we're getting a Flashpoint film, so it's not even... 
I don't know if they're going to do any origin stuff. Probably. And and but. hopefully should seeing another little Green Lantern tease at the end. Hopefully, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah, you got Man of Steel, you got BVS, and then basically this. Yeah. I mean, really. You know, Suicide kind of Squad, you know, but, but that's, that had yeah. a cameo of Batman for two seconds. Yeah. Where he beat up Deadshot. So. You know, just like the best part of the movie. It, it probably was. Uh, but Kevin Feige also says that an Infinity War trailer will drop this year. Do you think it could be during Ragnarok or before Ragnarok as part of the to trailers? Me, to me, that makes sense. I mean, why why wouldn't you have... Because it's a big enough thing to drop on its own for millions and millions of views. Or it could get people to go see Ragnarok. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's that's that would be my marketing plan. Because you already had a trailer set up for when it was the Comic-Con. So you already, there's already a trailer out there. Shit, mm-hmm. show that one. Because I heard nothing, but I did see, like, I seen it, but in terrible video quality. Yeah. So I would love to see it on the big screen, HD. That would be awesome. Fox, the wonderful studio behind the Fantastic Four film a couple years ago, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dates the Gambit film for February 14th, 2019. February 14th, Valentine's Day. I believe that's when Deadpool came out was on Valentine's Day. I believe if nothing else, that's when I saw it. So basically, they're telling us to take your our girlfriends <laughs> and your wives to there. go see Gambit, uh, which is I mean, we we knew it was going to get pushed back from 2018. This this movie's been rewritten, I think, a few times now. It's still attached with Channing Tatum, um, possible villain role for Daniel Craig as Mister Sinister. Yeah, but I'm I mean, hey, don't matter when this movie's coming out, I'm going to see it. So, yeah, another trailer came out this was on the shorter end more of a teaser but definitely there was some substance to it it wasn't just a logo with a date coming out in april we got a new mutants teaser yeah and and this was a lot different than i expected it's a horror film i was not expecting it to be as frightening as i thought it was it's a horror film you got Maisie williams from game of thrones you got the weird kid from stranger things like the older brother oh yeah yeah, yeah, will Will byers older brother you have the girl from split the main character girl from split um and I think that's it for like notable but, recognition. But you got a lot. I kind of liked like you know like like the cast list. It's not a listers. It's right. kind of like you know new and up and comers. Like I kind of like. I think that was per- perfect casting. Um, Ryan Lightfield tweeted about the trailer. Said he absolutely loved it. Oh yeah, it was spooky as hell. Yeah. So I mean, things I'm, coming out of the wall, which is a little bit of a yeah. trope and a cliche in horror, where you have the the thing pushing against the wallpaper. But but it was it was different enough that. I think it was just right. It takes. It's probably going to take place in the same unnamed asylum. It's not really. A, there's not. It's not really known it, where it takes place. Is it weird that I thought of Silent Hill when I when I saw that trailer? A no, bit? no, no. Because uh, Silent Hill does that's a similar setting. Yeah, that's kind of. It's kind of what I first thought of. You know. You know. You you almost. You're at a point of sympathy for like mutants, man. They are just. They are so <laughs> bastardized. Yeah, they are. They, they are so. You know. And now you have these up and coming. These, these, what I really feel for these characters is they didn't ask for these powers. They didn't ask yeah. to be mutants, and now they're thrust into this role where they're vilified. And and if you, you if you would like this, I mean, again, I watched um this episode two of The Gifted last night. Yeah, and it's it's a lot better than I expected. I'm not gonna lie. The second episode was directed by Len Wiseman, who directed the Underworld, most of the Underworld films. Um, it was pretty good. Different role for Stephen Moore. Used to kind of seeing him in the True Blood kind of, mm-hmm. but. I'm really enjoying the show. Let's think about this, too. Maisie Williams is in New Mutants. Mm-hmm. Sophie Turner is in X-Men. Yeah. Sisters on Game of Thrones. The chick from Split is in this as one of the girls, as one of the, the, the new uh, New Mutants. James McAvoy plays Professor X in X-Men. Wow. And he's it, in Split it, with it, it all oddly ties together. I'm trying to think of a connection with the guy from Stranger Things. I, I don't know anything. Uh, That's all I know is him in that. Stranger Things in this like, movie. Does Stranger Things have a tie-in with this? I mean, the the tone of the films are very similar, 
was anybody in Stranger Things that was in an X Men or a Marvel movie? I was like, two of the kids were in it. Yeah, <laughs> that's about like can... Finn, um, and the, and Millie that... Bobby Brown, uh, Winona Ryder wasn't in anything mm-hmm. Marvel. I don't think. Um, so, but the guy but playing still, Hellboy, you know, that's, that's so, about but you it. Still, you yeah. still have that tone of Stranger Things, which yeah. really is is there. I was just watching yeah. episodes I, four, I, five, I, and we'll, six. We'll get to that the, the, of Stranger Things season TV, one yeah. today, which is which is great. I watched it this morning when I woke up. Um, which is the greatest thing at three thirty in the morning is to watch Stranger Things. Yeah, because that'll definitely put you in a mood that keeps you <laughs> keeps you awake. I have not fallen back asleep. Uh, but overall, very good teaser. Yeah, got me very excited. I agree. I'm le- legitimately excited for a a a real Marvel horror film. And if you want something else that's not a movie that was you know X Men related, check out Legion that was on the first season that was on um, FX. Season two is coming, but well, check that out because that was another pretty interesting show. Getting away from the comic book stuff and into the rest of the movie realm, there was a clip, a three minute or so clip of the live action adaptation of the Japanese anime Tokyo Ghoul that was released. And it was definitely red band. It was yeah. definitely not safe for work. There was a little bit of blood. And it was definitely gruesome. I mean, if I've never watched the anime myself. My, but I, me I, neither. I, I've seen clips of it, and it's pretty bloody and gruesome. I've heard great things about it. And the this trailer that we've seen was bloody and gruesome. <laughs> Basically, uh, it starts off with a kid no more than 15, 16 years old crawling and running away out of an apartment with this creepy, normal-looking girl, but creepy as in her weird smile slow walk just and her follow, eyes kind of changed her eyes are red just following him as he's running away screaming help me and she basically some tentacles is a, is some a tentacles ghoul, come out is a ghoul and some tentacles come out and she can jump and like super far and use these things to launch herself and land and walk on them like a spider chick and he's running away screaming for help he gets up the steps and all of a sudden boom one of her tentacles goes right through him he starts coughing up blood, saying, why me? Why me? Right through his stomach. And what then, a horrible way to go. <laughs> and then she starts making out with him and licking the blood off of his face and then proceeds to eat him. And it's like... It, it was creepy. Vicious. But if you, if you, I'm sure if you watch the anime and or read the Magna, I'm pretty sure you're going to see this film. Me? I don't know yet. The Magna? Yeah. We'll see. Manga. Manga. Whatever, Magna. <laughs> <laughs> I love you to death. Uh, Beetlejuice 2. The first one in the 80s with Michael Keaton. Uh... They've been trying to get this film for literally 20 some yeah, years. Yeah. It is now getting a full rewrite again. I mean, what I, what I wrote down was, we waited this long. What's another year or two? Yeah. But to me, as long as it's Michael Keaton still, if they do, a, if they do some kind of kid, pretty old. He is, but with all that makeup, you're not going to tell. If it's someone else other than Michael Keaton, I may feel some sort of way about well, it. Will Winona Ryder, now that she has made her triumphant debut to media with Stranger Things, Why not? will she make a cameo? As long, I think as long as she enjoyed filming with Michael Keaton before Alec Baldwin, I don't know if he's coming back or not. but Probably not. I mean, hey. He is firmly planted as Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> he really is. He does yeah. a good one. Well, you're right. Who's hit better, him or me on Halloween? Uh, it's pretty, pretty close. Pretty uh, close. Sylvester Stallone has revealed the director and the producer of Creed Two, and drum roll, please, it's him. <laughs> I mean, why, why not? I yeah. mean, Christ, he, he's actually a really good director. I mean, I wouldn't say he's a really good, but he's definitely accomplished. He has, he has the experience. God knows, since he he wrote freaking Rocky all them years ago. I mean, I fully trust him for for, for Creed Two. I don't think you ha- could have a better person. Creed One was really freaking good. Fantastic. It way better than I expected it to be. It, it was because it, it wasn't wasn't was it after or before 
Well, no, Michael B. Jordan did Fantastic Four. It was after? Same year. Same year, but it might have been before or was it after? I don't know. I don't remember. Same year. So Same I don't. Year. I don't know if it was after. If I was going in like, oh, it's not garbage. I like. think they were both 2015. But to that point, Creed is the best film in the Rocky franchise. It's better than Rocky One. It's better than Rocky Two, which is a lot of people's well, favorite. The way the way I see it, I, I always I will always love Rocky Four, even though it's because of freaking Drago, though. But then again, you know when Rocky Balboa came, I came hated out, it. I, dude, I hated I it. loved it. I hated Balboa. I saw that in the theaters with Papa Dukes, and I remember both of us walking out like that was fantastic. So I don't know. I saw it in theaters twice. Fantastic with I, Sean Knowles and a bunch of other friends. Fell asleep. Never saw you're, it. You're heartless. Bought it. You're heartless. Bought it when it came out on DVD all those years ago. Bought it. Watched it by myself. Fell asleep. Woke up. Put it on again because I had just fallen asleep. Took took me to the part where I fell asleep. Fell asleep again. You should be. You should be. Traded into FYE the next day. Traded in the next day. Real quick. I know this was not in anything in our notes. But we know his son in, in Rocky Balboa was mm-hmm. Milo mm-hmm. V. Yeah, the I, guy I, with the messed up... His, so, mouth, his mouth is over so on his cheek. He's, like you, Milo. You're so, awesome. He's so really good in Heroes. He's in This Is Us. Yeah, I know. He's so supposedly character. they got Sylvester Stallone to do some type of... I don't know who, who he played, but supposedly he gives a really good speech on This Is Us. And that I, I did Sly read does? Yeah. So he got in because of Milo. And Stallone said like the cast was great, blah, blah, blah. I don't think Sly would need Milo to get in there. I think he could just well, walk in. Well, he kind of basically said, thank you, Milo, for having me. I guess yeah. he probably said, you know, we need to. Hey, so Milo, I, thank you. I kind of want to see what his speech is. I don't want to watch the show at all, but I kind of want to see what, what got people talking. Like, what did he say during his speech? Like, he might have played his dad. It'll end with, I am the law. I, well, <laughs> I hope he does. But yeah, so I just wanted to say that. I, Milo is really good in Heroes. Just season one, though. I still got to see that show. Just you only have to watch season one. Don't watch no. anything else. Don't watch be <laughs> don't watch Beginnings, which was a couple yeah, years yeah. ago when they rebooted it. Just don't watch season one of Heroes. Enjoy the hell out of it because it's freaking awesome. Right. And then give I'll up. Take your word for give it. Give up and, and run away. <laughs> run away screaming. Speaking of actually running away screaming, that was not intentional. The Purge. Uh, the Purge Four has begun filming. They're actually filming it out in Staten Island. Uh, or on Staten Island, that's where it's going to be set. It's going to be set during the actual first night ever of The Purge. So it's the prequel. It's a prequel. Uh, of course, a horror franchise will have... It's not really horror anymore, it's more thriller. Thriller, yeah. But every one of those types of films always has a prequel, and so it's no shock that this yeah. is a prequel. But I am excited to go back... You know, you had three films, and after the first one, we knew what we were getting. Yeah. This one goes back to the roots of not everybody's sure yeah. what's legal, what's yeah. not... There's some mystery around it, and that's why I'm excited for like, this. The, the first one with Ethan Hawke, I didn't like. Um, I expected more. Yeah, I, okay. I expected more from it. The, um, the next two was with Frank Grillo, which I, I thought they were the best. Two and three, I thought were really good. So that been a prequel, and I don't, to my knowledge, Frank Grillo is not in it at all. So I'm kind of interesting to see how it starts and you know where they go from there. Yeah, I have. I, I the Purge is a series that if it's available for free on a premium, I'll watch it on demand. Uh, but it's not a movie I will go seek. Yeah, I would probably watch. never watch the first one ever again, but the second and third I enjoyed. Uh, there's, this actually came out overnight, uh, as a matter of fact. It's just a small story, but just something that uh, it was pretty fascinating. Um, I was trying to read up on it. There's not a price set for it, and the deal is not expected to close till the end of the year, but Fandango, the, yeah. the company you buy tickets through, has purchased movietickets.com. Another purchasing site for movie tickets. Just, again, growing its empire. Fandango well, is. Fandango 
kind of I think they changed the game a little bit. I kind of definitely did. I go order my tickets now, especially yeah. like Woodhaven stuff like that. You have to pick your seats now, so I just go there. I pay the extra fee, whatever. I don't give a shit about two dollars, but good for them. I I absolutely one hundred percent only. You know I don't I don't wait in line no more. I print out my own tickets, walk in, I stroll in there like a doctor. <laughs> uh, coming out on October 20th uh, so coming out by the time uh, the week you're hearing this is The Snowman uh, Geostorm yeah, Gerard o- Butler yeah. Uh, yeah Only the Brave Wonderstruck Tyler Perry's Boo 2 A Medea Halloween again that's horrible Tragedy Girls Same Kind of Different as Me that is very confusing. Yeah. I did not read that wrong. No, no. Really. Same kind of different as me. I'm the same kind of different. Okay. A Silent Voice, Secret Superstar, The Watcher in the Woods, and God's Own Country on October 25th, and then probably the winner, even though it was touted as the worst in the franchise, do not see it, Leatherface. Oh, wow, yeah. Next, uh-huh. next week is Jigsaw. Yeah, I would say that. maybe well, Geostorm better hope for a big, but in October it's going to be Leatherface, yeah, a, a big opening because I know that they had um, a big budget. So we'll we'll see. You're right, it is Halloween coming up. October will be the the horror films that will win it out. Uh, moving over to television, another trailer has dropped. It is the season two trailer for Stranger Things. Wow. Yeah, I, I literally so I just watched it for the first time yesterday. Yeah. I didn't even watch the first one. You didn't watch the first trailer where I, they're in the arcade. You had to have watched it. Yeah, with her in the arcade. Yeah, he opens up the door. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I did see that. Mm-hmm. That was a while ago. This one dropped on Friday the 13th. Listen, yesterday was Friday the 13th. Yeah. Of course we got a New Mutants. Yeah. Of course we got Stranger Things. Of course that stuff happens it, I mean, I was we were already hype as shit for season two, but this kind of just kind of put me over the edge like, God damn it, I'm going to have to watch this entire this, show in a day. This trailer <laughs> brought back Eleven in a big way. You see her. You see what she's going to look like. She got she's hair. got hair. You see what she's going to kind of be, but it doesn't give you anything no. about the plot, which I freaking love. I, I do love that they they tease a little bit more the big giant monster, and yep. I was just like, holy shit. Yeah, the Thessal Hydra is going to be a big badass uh, villain or, or mutant yeah. or alien, whatever. Uh, the Upside Down is going to be featured a lot. What I thought was unique about this season's trailer, this, I guess, final trailer, comes out in two yeah, weeks, less than two weeks. One is a lot of ammunition is used. They use guns. They're using, you know, the best line is at the very end when the guy said, the guy said, I think, Steven, you still got that bat? The one with the <laughs> nails the in nails. it? Go get it. That was and, the best line of the whole trailer. And you got to think, their budget for season two was way more than season one. Yeah. So. The CG will probably look pretty yeah. good this time. The season I, I one. Like, I liked it. I thought it was still pretty good. In season one? Yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't bad. It, you could just tell that it wasn't a show that anybody knew at that point, and that well, show caught on. Like I'm pretty wildfire. sure they got probably double, if not triple, the budget they had. I would definitely suspect double yeah. at least. You're right, um, but it looked super good. Yeah, we're, it we're gonna be seeing it nothing as soon as we possibly can. Yeah, unfortunately, something else comes out that day, and then the next day on the 28th, I'll be gone. Uh, with my dad and my brother up to Borgata Suckers. to see, see Frank Caliendo. So I will be gone for that. Um, so I hope to binge a lot on Friday night. Yeah. But again, something comes out on Friday the 27th as well that we'll talk about in a little bit. That probably will take my time. Of course, she'll probably not let me do that. She'll probably make me watch Stranger Things, which I won't be opposed yeah, to. I won't be opposed to. Batman the Animated Series is coming to Blu-ray later in 2018. It's pretty cool. That's, I mean, it's a show that came out, what, 92, The greatest animated show of all time. I, I would agree with that. To, to me, it, it's 
it's probably started my hype for Batman because I was obviously three or four as a kid. But to have this coming out on Blu-ray, because I yeah. used to have the complete collector set of Batman animated series. Of course, I'm a Blu-ray nut, so yep. this is a day one buy for me. That's the only thing I do. All the DVDs I have, I've converted or, for the most part, converted to Blu-ray, which she hates, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, My parents hated it when you I lived got to think, they already came out with the Justice League on Blu-ray. They came out mm-hmm. with the Justice League animated on Blu-ray. Batman's next. Christ, in another year or two, might as well do Superman the Animated Series. The thing is, if you were really hankering for Batman the Animated Series in HD, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can go on Amazon Prime there, Video, yeah. and it's all there for you for free. So it it won't make me watch it anymore, but I'm just like you, a physical collector yeah. of things. It's so always just great to have, that, to have that, that I know that it's right over there. That, that, that's beautiful, all I need. That beautiful case with the old school. I'm, I bet you it's the red sky with Batman up in the corner holding his cape over with his head and you see I bet you it's the exact same logo it, we're all used to it'll give seeing. me another reason once I get it to rewatch the animated series and beautiful blu-ray yeah the day yeah. of my wedding when we were hanging out actually the day before when we were hanging out in the hotel room we had it on yeah, in the background so it was fun to we have that a few episodes. yeah just as we were BSing and yeah. talking and planning out dinner and stuff like that we watched a little bit of Batman, so it was cool. Robert Kirkman, who was behind and the creator of the Walking Dead comics, uh, says that he kind of revealed that uh, the Walking Dead TV show and Fear the Walking Dead will cross over at some point. It just won't be this big group-on-group group crossover like people want or Fear the Walking Dead kind of needs to survive, pardon the pun. It will be a one-character crossover. I don't know who, but yeah. I would assume it's just some secondary character. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I... Or Daryl to pop ratings. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I really don't care to be honest. Oh, not at I, all. I, I, I don't stopped, watch either show. I stopped watching the Fear Fear the Walk Day after the first season. I, I thought the first season was terrible alone, um, and I'm barely hanging on with Walking Dead as it is. So I'm kind of hoping Walking Dead kind of does something big here. I'm sure they will. To start a big up. Negan kill to start the season off. Start again. the season. I mean, Christ, there's they're coming armies. It's going to be army against army. So I'm assuming something big is going to happen. But a crossover, I don't give a baker's fuck. But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you, you hear something new every day. Uh, I, Sam, I want to get your thoughts on a few shows that had their season premieres this week, um, and you can kind of touch on those. I'll start with Legends of Tomorrow simply because John Constantine will be joining it yeah. this season. And obviously it's Matt Ryan again, yeah. and he's obviously doing this voice for the animated Which show. Which is crazy because he's playing football right now for the Atlanta Falcons. They're in the middle of the oh. season, and he still has time to voice Constantine. Hey, and it's impressive. No, but it's cool. He's still doing the voice of John Constantine on the animated Constantine um, coming to CW The Seed. Um, but, of course, anytime you give me live action, John Constantine, I'm in. Legends, it starts off. It's wacky, as always. I think it's kind of why you like it. Just a random bunch of heroes, villains, whatever, kind of teaming up together. But it was a little wacky to start, but it, 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 it's okay. I uh, wonder how many people just Googled... To see if the quarterback Matt Ryan is the uh, actual voice of John Constantine. I mean, I kind of I, what I'm interested about is um, Victor Garber, who's a you know big uh, actor. I'd say he's he's going to be leaving the show. Um, I know he's doing he's in, he's actually in the Orville, which I thought was kind of cool. And Did you see the Orville? Yeah, by I, the way? I watched I watched one episode. It was pretty funny. Norm Macdonald that plays the slug guy. Oh, it was kind of hilarious. Macdonald. He's um, so good. So I'm kind of interested to see where they bring that because for Firestorm. Victor Garbrell and the young guy kind of, you know, fuse together to become Firestorm. So I'm kind of interested to see what happens to Firestorm on the show. So it's, it's got me interested to see what happens next. What about The Flash? There's a little bit of controversy going around uh, about this episode, about this season in general. And a lot of it is because they kind of apparently or allegedly, this is somebody who does not watch The Flash and doesn't really know much about it. But apparently they've kind of wasted an opportunity here with Wally West. 
People well, are saying that, or well, they're wasting an I, opportunity. I heard people kind of were saying that maybe that they were hoping that Barry would be because obviously at the end of last season he went, he was stuck in the Speed Force. Um, I, I did read a couple people hoping that maybe the first two or three episodes would be kind of Wally West holding it down while he was still there, just to kind of see what the show does without. What is the Speed Force? Just kind of people that don't know. The, the Speed Force is it just. And for me, when when the Flash runs fast, like that's like the Speed Force, like okay, that's got the, it, got with, it, got it. So, so he, he's stuck in a loop of yeah. that. So basically, and they basically said like before the season starts that when he comes out of it, he already was like lived like his life like five times over, like it already played over. Like it, it, it's kind of crazy. It's it's way more like would want to get into a little it. bit it, of existentialism. It, it, it's crazy. Um, so he, basically, Cisco discover has a plan that Cisco that's Cisco. Yeah, seriously? Yeah, no, it's it's a different Cisco. Oh, but it's, I didn't know if you were yeah, no, the no, character no, 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 or the no, actor the, who played the character. It's, it's, a, it's the character in, in the show. Who's, Come on now, who plays? He's got who, me who, super who, hyped. Whose who's vibe is his superhero name? So he has a plan or a theory that he can pull Barry out of the Speed Force. So eventually, he he does. Barry just comes out. How long into the episode? You don't maybe halfway through maybe. So but they do. They build up. They, they, they show you a little bit of kind of the, the team flash where it's kind of mm-hmm. can't or can't pat or it's it's Iris and, mm-hmm. and Wally. They're kind of running the show. They have it, it worked pretty good in the beginning of the show, um, and then eventually Barry comes out. And it's just not the Barry they expect. He's freaking off his rocker in a sure. little bit. Eventually, they, he he comes to. But what I like that this season, it's it's not going to be another speedster villain. It's going to be the thinker, which they kind of, they reveal him at the end, which he, he looks really cool, which. To me, it's they're giving like they said a new start to Flash, which I, which I think it needed because the third season, what wasn't 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 its greatest. Do you agree with some of the criticisms um, that they wasted an opportunity or are in I the mean, midst I, of wasting? I wouldn't mind waiting. Like I could, I think they could have went without Barry coming back for an episode or two just to see the, the feel of the show without. I mean, don't get me wrong. Once he near the end, let's he he comes back as Barry Allen. He gets whatever his memory back or am I his wrong? Am I wrong in equating to this to season six of Game of Thrones with Jon Snow? They only waited two episodes to resurrect him. Yeah, I mean it was quick. It happened quick. I mean again, like the one when I did Flashpoint for season season two episode one, they got the whole Flashpoint in, in one episode, mm-hmm. which that was rushed. They could have at least spaced that out a little bit. But I mean, okay, they wanted to, I guess, rush it. Hopefully, they, I'm sure they have more story to tell. Next episode looks, you know, interesting, but we'll, we'll see where it goes. The only show out of these three that I've actually seen, I've only seen the first three or four episodes, but still saw it, Arrow. Arrow, kind of, the last episode, the finale kind of left, um, spoiler warning, the island blew up. So, they were basically... The island that he was stranded on? Yeah, so, and all, every, like, every character was on that island, so you kind of didn't mm. know who made it. Who you know who did? So it's kind of mm. interesting, and so it may or shoot that is definitely a it, spoiler. It may or may not have revealed who died or who survived or who's mm-hmm. the vegetable. Like it, it was Arrow is definitely picked up. Like I said, their season three and four was was pretty weak. Five they picked it up with Deathstroke, Manu Benny. Is this six now? This is season six, yet, yeah. and obviously Deathstroke's still in Joe's mm-hmm. board. He makes it, thank God, because without Manu Benny, I'd be nervous. But it's it's off to a good start, I thought. Um, and just real quick for Supergirl. I mean, she comes like this season coming back. She's kind of she's not her her normal happy cheery self. So she's a little bit kind of like in on herself. Um, you see the first tease of Erica Durance, who was who played Lois Lane in Smallville. You kind of because they um, the actress who originally played her, I guess, couldn't do it or whatever, so they got her to do it. So it it gave you a little tease of what's to come. So it, it looks okay. One of my favorite shows ever on the CW. Uh, back when it was WB17 when this came out originally, 
I freaking loved this show. The CW is rebooting Roswell. <laughs> so, dude, don't laugh. And is, this, is this what started Catherine Heigl's career? This is what launched Catherine okay. Heigl's career. Okay. But I'm a big Sherry Appleby guy. That was my <laughs> love in that show. L- looking at her from afar through the, through the wow. standard definition bubble television screen that I used in 1999. But in reality, uh, all joking aside, it was uh, I freaking loved Roswell. And it was super good. I... Watched it. it was only three seasons. I watched it when it came out, then never watched another episode until college. Um, rewatched it in college, kind of fell back in love. Might have been even right after graduation. I can't remember. Uh, but super, super good. It is basically about a town, the town, Roswell, New Mexico, yeah. and aliens and the citizens. Yep. And I won't get into too much, but how they can coexist or if they coexist. Got a little bit of an X Men vibe to it, or maybe even a New Mutants vibe. Not as horror, yeah. but super good show. Sherry Appleby, Catherine Heigl. Really good. Can you see yourself watching this reboot? I can, but I would have to. I would have to go back. Okay. And Ro- they took Roswell off of Netflix. Oh, did they? I didn't, and it's I not on that. Amazon Prime, and I don't have Hulu, so I don't know if it's on it, there. It was a show I never watched personally, but I, I yeah. see, see your genuine, your well, genuine hype for it. So I'm surprised you're you haven't seen it because I put it in my notes going through my websites, and I saw that, and then I saw that you put it in our pocket. Yeah. So I thought you put it in there because you were hyped well, on it. Well, I thought again that. You might have mentioned this show. Wow, yeah. I mean, of course. It was, I believe I put it in our top three shows that were canceled that I want back. I think that, it was my number it, three. And I just kind of, I always thought it was interesting. Like, did aliens really crash land in, the, in like Roswell? Like, I was always, to me, it always, it always interests me. I just never watched the show. Yeah, really good. And uh, this one will be focusing on immigrants, a couple immigrants' daughter. Um, obviously, I, I would assume from Mexico coming up into Roswell. And the daughter has a crush on a police officer in the town, but you may or may not find out that that police officer may be an alien. So, uh, you know, disguised as a human. So that's kind of going to be the intrigue. I don't see myself loving that plot too much. Yeah. Um, I liked it better when it focused on the group of four or five kids in the first couple seasons. Um, and I don't know if I like just an idea of one main character. I hope we have more I'm than sure one. I'm sure there's going to be more, yeah. I really do. Um, so, But we'll see. I mean... Who knows if this ever even happens, but the CW is currently rebooting it, so I'm really excited for that to come back. I did give Heroes Reborn a shot, and I watched two episodes, so I gotta give Roswell yeah, a shot. Yeah, I d- what I hope they don't do, though, Sam, is name it Roswell colon something. You know? Okay. Roswell. Continue. The final chapter, or whatever. <laughs> I don't want yeah, that. Yeah. I just want it to be called Roswell. Well, that's, that's the only title I see right now, which is Roswell. So. X-Files Season 11... Will happen sometime in 2018. Don't really know many more specifics. Yeah, I'm assuming it's David Duchovny, and I know Robbie and Robbie and Mel was in the the new season that came out, so I'm pretty sure both of them are coming back. And I imagine I don't know the lady's name, but I'm pretty sure she'll be back. A uh, story you texted me very late last night, as we reported a while back that Netflix pulled the first five seasons of Futurama. Then we reported that Futurama got a mobile game. Then it came back um, in audio podcast form. And then Sci-Fi picked it up for syndication, which we talked about last week. Yet again, it's finding itself in our rundown. All Futurama episodes are going to now be pulled from Netflix and put on Hulu beginning this week, ten sixteen. Which it's it just neither one of us have Hulu. I I did well when it was free. Yeah, but me too. I mean, I still want to get it because I still want to finish that Bill that Bill Finger story in Batman. It's kind of like what the creator of Batman, what him and Bob Kane went through. I still want to. I basically just want to get it for that. But it's just awesome to see that Futurama just just won't stop. Keeps it just keeps continuing, yeah. and uh, hey, I hope it keeps going. And shit, I would love to see more episodes. I will. Oh, I will never, ever give up. Futurama, 
I think was best before it was canceled and brought back for Comedy Central. I did not like any of the Comedy Central episodes besides one, and that was iPhone. They put okay, the phone yeah, yeah, in yeah, your yeah, actual yeah, eye. Yeah. It's the only episode I really liked. It was, of that. It was clever. It, like it, yeah. like what, what David X. Cohen said when he was interviewed on The Nerdist, basically saying like it was kind of good that it went away for a little while because then new things happened, new inventions came out and just gave us more, you know, more topics, more storylines, which was awesome. Yeah, I mean, this show came out in, I think, 99. Mm-hmm. So to have the technology of 99 and then to base a show on the, sh- on the year 3000 yeah. with technology in the year 2000, since 2000, we've had PS2, PS3, now PS4. We've had Xbox, Xbox 360, yeah. Xbox One, drones, freaking flip phones, flip iPhones. Everything. Yeah. Every, we've had all these advances in technology. So you're right. Some new episodes of Futurama would be kind of refreshing. Yeah. But Futurama, like we've said a million times, was never the laugh out loud comedy show. It was the smart, witty, intelligent comedy that. But you, did have, your, but you did have your laugh out, you know. Don't get on. me wrong. Yeah. The Poplar episode where he eats, where Fry eats a Poplar for the first time. Oh, these are great. These are like sex. That, I'm having them. That the slurm episode. Slurm. Like there, there was a lot of good episodes. Yeah. Uh, time time paradox. That was a good one. I always a- love that one. Anything Zap Brannigan says is gold. 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 Uh, Kiff. <laughs> Kiff ordered me some pert and popular. What about your Jergens? Rub it on some homeless man with dry elbows. <laughs> like insanely yeah, funny guy. Great. Rock covers paper. Kiff. We have a conundrum. <laughs> we we quoted that one as kids. I think more many than times. Many times. Uh, let's go to gaming. Uh, Cuphead, the game that you were, you I was were, playing yep. this morning at seven in the morning when you walked in my back, in my as, house. As he goes, I door. hate this effing game. You couldn't beat the boss. He was getting frustrated. It was, if, and anybody who's ever played it, it was the boss in the bumper cars with the rubber or the the. the he still didn't beat it, by the way. The ducks ahead of you. I did not. It is <laughs> really, really hard. Um, but in two weeks, that game has now been out for fifteen days. It has already sold a million copies. That's freaking crazy. It is already, and that's this is. An I would have Xbox never, ex- I would have never like thought it to be like that big of a selling game. Yeah, dude, it is taken Twitch and the speedrunning community by storm. This is a game that you could see yourself speedrunning? Never. <laughs> but it is by storm. So shout out to the Cuphead runners who are out there. The Mexican runner jumps to my mind because he's one of my favorite speedrunners. He has world record in the game. Uh, I think at least on hard mode. I know he has on expert mode. But like, holy crap. I still haven't beaten it. Yep. You're right. I'm on the second island. Um, I haven't played it as much as I thought. Today was the first time I played it in probably five, six days. But still, my Xbox Live uh, went down for a couple days this week. But whatever. Renew the membership. Oh, uh, no. It actually went down. Oh, oh did it? Yeah, oh. Xbox Live went down for like a night. Um, I have it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> remember, when you whisper, I can oh, hear because oh, oh, I have the headphones oh, on. Oh, Just remember that. Anything you say. <laughs> uh, but super good Love it. A million copies. A $20 game. It is on PC as well. So a lot of those sales are coming from PC. PC does have a glitch where you can't save your game for some people. So it is definitely Ooh. frustrating. But for the speedrunning community, we don't save games. We beat <laughs> we it. Or run we just through them because we're that good. Or we restart it. <laughs> so that's that. Um, but super good game. I'm really excited. Great job to the developers who uh, tweeted out basically thanking everybody um, for everything. And when you get a... When you get a game that comes along like Cuphead, that basically takes the world by storm, but is not a shooter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, we get Overwatch. We get, you know, whatever. PUBG. It's it's something that's completely different than the games that you normally play. So it's like you're interested in playing, and it's fun. And like you said, it's hard as shit. It is so freaking (laughs) hard. And, And the cool thing is, and I've said it before, when you do the boss fights, you have the option during your first playthrough. You have the option for simple or regular. Simple is incredibly hard, 
Regular is incredibly, incredibly hard, but the game will not let you advance until you beat it on regular. So you can beat it on simple for the... It, for the uh, that's clever. To say, hey, I beat it, but it will not let you advance in the game until you get it on I regular. I actually like that idea. Yeah, okay. you can... So the thing about Cuphead is, any boss you can see, you can go to and fight. So you can do it in any order you want, at any time. But the point of the game is to kill the boss to get their soul... To give it to the devil, <laughs> so the devil doesn't take your soul because you lost the craps this is in the for, casino. This is for everyone, kids. Welcome. <laughs> um, but if you beat it on simple, it, it gives you the yeah. the win, but it doesn't give you the soul. You can only collect the person's soul. I like that on idea. Regular, so it, cool. it challenges you yeah. in ways you didn't think possible. <laughs> it is really freaking hard. Uh, awesome games done quick. 2018 um, in Herndon, Virginia. I was lucky enough to go to AGDQ 2017 last year. Uh, this year, they got over 10,000 game submissions. Jesus over Christ. Over 10,000. So I feel better that I couldn't submit any because I uh, never would have gotten picked. Dude, you never, you never know that, dude. I didn't have a computer to well, stream. Well, I still... So. When's like, the cutoff date? Is there a cutoff it's, date? It's done already. Uh, they already... So the reason uh, I bring this up, had 10,000 games submitted, over 100... Over, like, was it 10,000 hours of gameplay or something like that that they had to go through to find the Imagine the having that job. There was a bunch... Uh, of folks that ha- that had that unfortunate task of going through all that, um, but the hotel sold out same day. I'm sure same day for the first time ever. Hotel registration sold out same day last year. They opened up in September. We got our registration in like November, and we're perfectly fine. Got a wonderful hotel room right next to the yeah. arcade, and right next to the the. I I loved it. I'm looking back on that now as a memory, and. I still, would give I still anything hope, to go back. I would but. still hope maybe you keep practicing your games and you maybe get a chance to actually run in 2019. I'd sit on your couch. In ni- thank you. I would want you there. <laughs> you know I mean? In 19. I'm the world record holder for Spin Master. That's what I'm and saying. So, so get on there. A, that's a 12-minute game, so it's not going to be like some three-hour run. Um, unfortunately, I won't even be able to attend this year. But two days ago, they did release the games list. They did not release the schedule yet. But that's inconsequential for now because they released all the games. Total runtime of 189 hours, 32 minutes, Holy and 59 shit. seconds. <laughs> God damn. I will not be going through all these yeah. games, but I'm going to run through some, of, some yeah. of the big ones that you might want to keep an eye out. It starts January 7th, goes an entire week, 24 hours, no commercials, nothing. And oh, money's oh. donated to charity. It's for a great cause, of course. Last year, we reached 2.5 million. I guarantee we three. hit three. Yeah, that's, that, that has to be the goal. We hit three. So here are some of the games... Uh, that were submitted and approved for this year. I uh, start off with a link to the past, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past for Super Nintendo. Except it's the randomizer. You do not know what you're going to get from screen to screen. Oh, Completely Christ. randomized, which is really really cool. Uh, let's see. We have Batman the video game from NES. We have uh, a race. We have Batman Arkham Asylum in an hour and a half. We have wow. the original Battle Toads, Blaster Master Zero on Nintendo Switch. Bubsy 2, which is awesome. Uh, Castlevania Symphony, Symphony of the Night. A Chippendale Rescue Rangers game. Uh, a race. Uh, one, two, three-player race. I can beat that game in 24 minutes. This is 12. So half the time I can beat it in, <laughs> um, which is insane. Uh, a Contra race. An original Contra race on NES. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 3 warped in an hour. I... We can't even beat the first I know, one. I, I'm, I'm just embarrassed. <laughs> the Super Nintendo version of Aladdin, uh, Toy Story, a Donkey Kong Country 2 race. As you can tell, I'm doing this in um, alphabetical order because they do not have times yet. Uh, let's see. F-Zero GX, the, uh, the Wii version, which is cool. I love F-Zero. Captain Falcon 
and Smash for all you folks that aren't sure who that is. Um, Halo 5 in an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, the NES version of Home Alone 2. I love that game. One of the most underrated games, Journey to Silius on NES in 15 minutes. Journey to Silius, true story, used to be, it started off as a Terminator game uh, on no NES, idea. but they couldn't get the licensing, so they just switched it to a normal platform run-and-gun shooter from left to right because they couldn't get the licensing for Terminator. Wow, so, but they, I had no So idea. they kept the game intact, but didn't use smart, the smart, smart, though. Oh, yeah, the game was pretty much done. They were just going to slap on Terminator stuff, and they couldn't get it. So that's a very short version of that story. But um, Little Big Planet 2 race, which is pretty cool. I've never seen – most races are, like, old retro games, so it's cool to see, like, a Little Big Planet get raced. Mario and Luigi, Superstar Saga, a Mega Man 1, 2, and 3 relay race. That's going to be neat. Between, like, 12 different players. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> a Mega Man X race, um, which is a really good and hard game. The original Metroid on NES uh, in 30 minutes. All bosses, warpless. 30 minutes. Holy shit. That's crazy. Um, let's see. We're Pokemon Black 2 and White 2 in 3 hours and 30 minutes. <laughs> it's, like, not even possible. <laughs> it's freaking mind-boggling. It's totally possible. Uh, Ratchet and Clank on PS3 in 30 minutes. Resident Evil 3, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, Resident Evil 7, the new one, on Madhouse mode in under two hours. Um, Rye Star, which is a fun game on, on Genesis. You're a star. Uh, some big games. The original Silent Hill in 50 minutes. Um, Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Advance 3, Sonic Mania. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Sonic and Tails, any percent, one hour. Uh, Splatoon 2. The one-player version of Splatoon 2 by Tones Balones, who actually played Splatoon 1 Tones in 2016. Hilarious. We'll be back to do Splatoon 2 in an hour and 40 minutes. Star Fox 2, the just-released game on the Super NES Classic. Star Fox 2, any percent on expert mode. The original Strider. Uh, Super Mario 3D World on Wii U in under two hours. Super Mario Galaxy in two hours and 45 minutes. Uh, Super Mario Land 2, The Six Golden Coins, Super Mario Sunshine, all 120 shines in 3 hours and 15 minutes. A original, this is awesome, an original Super Mario World race, no cape, no Star World, uh, in 40 minutes. Um, let's see, Super Monkey Ball 1, a game close to my heart, uh, two different runs of that game. The original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on NES in 25 minutes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Hyperstone Heist on Genesis in 30 minutes. Skyrim in 50 minutes. Like how? <laughs> I just don't understand. The Legend of Zelda original on NES in 39 minutes. A race. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. All main quests, 3 hours and 55 minutes. That's insane. In a game that takes people 100 yeah, no, hours. No, literally hearing people like, I'm only halfway done, I got 60 hours invested. That's crazy. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2X. All goals. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> all goals and gold medals in, in all careers. Wow, I didn't read that all careers in in parentheses. That's Two hours? 35 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you ever... I've never shown you a Tony Hawk 3 run, the world record run. The entire game, all gold medals, all goals, eight minutes. I've never showed you that run. Oh, wow, never, it's over never. before I finish the damn sentence. Uh, Turok 2, uh, Wario Land 4, Wario's Woods, Wonder Boy, Ukulele. The new yeah. game came out last year. 35 minutes. There's a lot of new games on there, like yeah. fast turnarounds. Really fast turnarounds. Yeah. I would not be surprised if, as a bonus game, a donation incentive, they add Cuphead. I wouldn't be surprised. 
because that game is already and, still, and there's still run. plenty of time oh yeah. yeah to add bonus games and stuff there's plenty of time for that but that is just literally a, a tenth of the games Jesus. around i was skipping through yeah. a ton of the games so really really happy with that games list two three big omissions that i'm not overly enthused with there's no original super mario bros or two or three there is a world so i'll take it there's no mario 64 and there's no Super Metroid, which has been a staple of GDQ. But, but then again... Every GDQ there, ever has had it. There's still more time to possibly be at Or maybe they just didn't have the runs they wanted for it. But 60%, believe me, they had the runs. Um, just like me after eating Taco Bell. <laughs> and uh, the, the crazy thing is 60% of all donations get donated towards save the animals or kill the animals, which everybody, that's like the big GDQ thing, save or kill the animals, save the frames or kill the animals. Uh, I'm sorry, or, or save the animals. That's a Super Metroid donation incentive. They don't have the game. What are the casual yeah. fans going to donate towards? You're hoping towards other stuff, but... I'm sure they will, though. We'll, I'm sure we'll find out, but I won't be able to be there, but I will watch it because that is like the best time of year is GDQ. Yeah. I love both of them. Summer and awesome. I freaking love it. PUBG, which is Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, has hit 2 million concurrent players. Freaking at the same time, 2 million people. It's the first ever game on Steam to do that. And we're talking about Counter-Strike. Yeah, we're know. talking about Team Fortress. We're talking about Dota. First game on Steam to hit 2 million concurrent players. That's, cra- that's yeah, crazy. That's, I, I can't believe that, that. Of all games, that's the first one. And Xbox snatched it up as a console exclusive. So Smart. it's coming to Xbox Smart. later this year. That is Xbox with Cuphead and now PUBG is really starting to turn itself around. Then you have the One X launching. Hey, that's coming up. In November, next month. They're banking on these two games. You think you think big sales coming for Xbox? Dude, it sold out of pre-orders everywhere. There's no Halo. You're not getting it, correct? No, no. There's no Halo. There's no Gears. There's no... There's, two, there's probably a, there's, the two biggest games on Xbox. There's a Forza, but whatever. Racing games are racing games. Yeah, but games. You always, there's always fans there's behind always, that game. There's, always, there's definitely a fan base behind that game. But man, that's it's cool that it's a different way, but they delayed Crackdown 3 till next year when it was supposed to launch next month. So definitely up and down, but good for them for grabbing PUBG. They also just got uh, a Jurassic World Park simulator, so you can build a, your own Jurassic Park with dinosaurs coming in and knocking it down. That's pretty neat. That is pretty cool. The Xbox One S, not the X, the S, the little one, the slim version, the nice white one, has announced four new bundles, one Rocket League themed, one Halo themed, where you get Halo 5 and Halo the Master Chief Collection, uh, one Minecraft themed, and then I don't remember what the other one was, or I couldn't find it. Uh, All of them coming pretty soon. Uh, You get two controllers, you get 500 gigs of storage, I believe, maybe terabyte. You get three free months of gold, and you get a month of free Games Pass. So you get a bunch of cool stuff for it, which is neat. Games Pass is the Netflix-style yeah. service where you can play games. I think they give you 30 days free for having Xbox Live Gold. I think I might sign up for it and just beat Halo 5 because Halo 5 is on there. You beat it in 30 days? I can beat it in 30 freaking hours. I can beat it in yeah. 6 hours. Well, you know, so, then again, you're, you know, you got all these games you're trying to make time yeah, that's for. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, can I you do so it in 30 days? I would have to dedicate myself to it. That's what I'm saying. And, I don't think you could be able to do it. I could knock it out in two nights. Easy. I just have to do it. Yeah. That's the hard part. Hockey's back. <laughs> football's on. Oh, wrestling, baby. Wrestling. Being married. Like, I, I do have things that I... <laughs> Your hours are dwindling, my friend. Oceanhorn, which is a Legend of Zelda-like game. Got a free demo on Switch. I downloaded it last night. I played about 10, 15 minutes of it. It's all right. 
Yeah. You, you, just, said you had that look. You're like, yeah, okay. It's okay. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, I could just play Zelda. There is a Zelda game on Switch. So, and just do that. Or I can play my SNES Classic and put in Link to the Past, which is freaking still fantastic. Night Terrors. K-N-I-G-H-T. You are a knight going left to right, slashing demons and ghosts. Has been announced for Switch coming out October 24th uh, from, uh, I believe it's Nicalis. They did the Binding of Isaac games, which are incredibly popular, freaking million sellers. Really cool. They have the Binding of Isaac on Switch, too. So that'll be coming out uh, on October 24th. In terms of Pokemon, Marshadow, the mythical Pokemon that was never available, but you knew about it because it was in the code for Sun and Moon, is available right now for free. You walk into a GameStop, you get the code, you can do it from now until the 23rd of October, and give you the code for nothing. You go home and you get yourself a freaking mythical Pokemon. I kind of like that they do them little incentives like that. Like, it's, it's pretty cool. Why not? I missed the Mew one. Did you? Yeah. I'm surprised. They, well, you can still get them for trade, though. I'm sure people will trade Mew. Yeah, but the stuff they Hugh want. You and Hardy, of course. The stuff they want. I don't, it's worth it. Give it up. <laughs> I would give anything if I had it. They don't, I don't have what they want. What, what are they asking for? Uh, dude, I haven't looked in a long time. But it ain't Mewtwo. I got three yeah. Mewtwo's. If you want one, <laughs> take one. I got, I got them. Uh, people are attempting. I didn't put this in the notes either. So around the country, Best Buy is particular. Uh, in the Nintendo Switch uh, demo units that they have, in like Targets, Best Buys, whatever, they have a 10-minute demo of Super Mario Odyssey. Right? So Super Mario Odyssey, the brand new Mario game, comes out in 13 days, same day as Stranger Things, which is the, the, the other big thing. I purposely have not played it. I'm waiting for the release. I don't want to play this demo. Did you pre-order it? Of course. <laughs> I don't even know Amazon why Prime gives you 20% off. So I got it for less than 50 bones. Uh, I purposely did not play the demo, didn't look at the demo. I don't want to know anything else about that game than what I know. I'm just going to save it and enjoy it and love it. It'll be my good, game of the year. Good, good for you for staying away from it. I know that was tough. So there's a 10-minute demo. Players in stores are going in and already speedrunning it. That's crazy. Somebody posted on YouTube beating the 10-minute demo in five and a half minutes. That's, that's <laughs> insane. <laughs> that's a, I just shit. I love the community that, that, that we're a part of. Seriously, you guys, are, you guys are freaking too good. The speedrunning community is the shit. But more importantly, we're 13 days away from the best game. Could I'm be the, the new game of the year. It will be. I'm <laughs> calling it now. It will be the best game on any console released in at least the last five years. Guarantee. And it will be more highly acclaimed than Breath of the Wild, which is going to be tough. Strong words. It'll be more acclaimed than Uncharted. Um, it'll be more acclaimed than the, Gears of War or the Halo. The new God of War coming out? Sure. For the 25 people that like God of War. There's uh, at least 50 of them. There's us. at least 55. You're right. Now, God of War is a big franchise. Uh, Respawn. The only reason I put Respawn there is because they developed Titanfall, which I know you're a big fan of Titanfall. You've played it four second times. One. You own it. You own the second one on PS4. That is they have announced uh, a brand new Oculus VR game. They have not said the name of it or kind of what it is. They said it's a shooter. However, it'll come out in 2019. The bigger news here, though, is that the Oculus, uh, that they, the VR machine that they're running it off of, has gotten a permanent $100 price cut, now down to 400 bones for the Oculus Rift, all the controls, and all that cool stuff. And what that was that eight hundred when that first came out? I believe six. Six. I want to say six. I mean, it's good to see it coming down in prices, but four hundred still. It's the same price yeah. as VR, PSVR. Yeah, now. you're you're still you're still pretty penny, but I mean, hey, you're the the visuals you're getting. I mean, if you like that sort of game, it's completely worth it. Absolutely. Uh, Tamagotchi 
Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I technically put this in gaming, but it was closer to than anything else. Uh, those little egg-shaped little bastards oh, yeah. that you got to ca- basically keep alive and hatch and kind of uh, take care of from the 90s, if you remember, uh, are coming back for their 20th anniversary. Um, We're getting old. Speaking of 20th anniversary, Green Day Nimrod was released 20 years yeah. ago today. We really are getting old. <laughs> 20 years ago today, Green Day Nimrod. Awesome. Uh, that had time of your life on it yep. for all you folks out there. Everybody's yep. eighth grade graduation eighth grade song. song. Yep. Um, but that, that's kind of crazy. That Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi twentieth anniversary coming back on November fifth for fifteen bucks a pop. I, I won't, did you ever own one? I I think everyone. I owned, did not. I'm pretty, I never owned one. I'm pretty sure you did. God, I never owned a Tamagotchi. I but I mean, hey, it's whatever, fifteen bucks. Get get you kids. Get one. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna get one oh, for okay. that. But I mean, for kids nowadays, we'll pick one up. You don't want to pluck at the nostalgia strings. No, I don't want to plug at nothing. Not a Tamagotchi. I don't. We are going to be plucking at our nostalgia strings today because our top three is going to be almost kind of in the spirit of Tamagotchi being a '90s fad. Top three '90s fads that we wish came back. I'm not lying to you when I say this, Sam. I have never been so hyped to share and to hear our top threes. Ever. My, we do my, not, we do not share games. answers. Mine are all games. It's fine. <laughs> we do not share answers with each other for our top yeah. threes before the show, so this is all going to be a surprise. I had so much fun looking through the 90s stuff. I had two of the three just like that. I did have to look up for my number three, and I'm very happy I did because okay. I completely forgot about my number three. Yeah. You can start. Oh, okay, we're starting now. Okay, so my number three, Pogs. Nice. I mean, I still remember I used to have these green, lime green containers. Everyone used to have their see-through. Yeah, everyone used to have these slammers. They weighed like five pounds each, and we always used to trade, collect. It was always something that I remember playing with the McCormicks a lot. Um, and yeah, Pogs. My Old number, school. my number one is Pogs. <laughs> I, it had to be. We everyone played them. Uh, they we had the big plastic circle boards. Yep. You basically took. If you don't know what a Pog is, it's a circle of cardboard with a picture on the front. Yeah. Uh, West Coast video. Always sold them. They specifically sold Simpsons Pogs, so I did that a Shout lot. Shout out, rest in peace, West Coast. Yeah, for sure. They had the back section I'd never been in. That was for adults only. Uh, you take the Pog. You can trade them, whatever. But when you play Pogs competitively, you take a stack. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Whatever you want to wager, you turn them upside down, put them on the board. Yep. The other player you're playing against does the same thing. You take what they call, like Sam kind of said, a slammer. Which is a thicker pog. It could be metal. could be wood. Yep. could be made of jelly. If you remember jelly slammers. Some were thin. Some, some were thin. Big, yeah. Yep. So they were definitely weighted ones. They were spiked ones. Yep. And they all had different designs on them. Eight balls and monster skulls and fire. And I don't have any of them. I don't either anymore, yeah. unfortunately. But you took them. And you took the slammer. And you wailed it down on the pogs that were facing down. Any pogs that faced up, you took. Yeah. It was definitely yeah, it was vicious. It, it was fun. You it, did it not wager. You never wagered your favorite pogs. I mean, you, we kept a few, but there were some times I remember losing some good ones that I that I liked. And, and to Sam, he said they had these lime green tubes. They are probably four feet high. <laughs> yeah, they were big. They, they were, were big. huge tubes. I used to take them to Parkwood dances. Wow. I don't remember that. I but. loved <laughs> Pogs. This was before I attended them. Like okay. when my parents would run them. Okay. And I would go to like because I didn't want to be home alone or couldn't be home Eat alone. Pog by himself. Four or five. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just traded myself. <laughs> I had one slammer in my left, one in my right hand. Pogs were and are the shit. I saw them a week ago in a video on YouTube. Randomly, somebody's yeah. like, "Dude, I found my old Pogs," and he brought them into the video and he taped them. He glued them to a skateboard deck and made them Pog grip tape. Oh, wow. And he's like doing tricks wow. with Pog grip tape. It, 
something just popped up that I'm going to add it to my number two right now. Let's... Go for it. Number two, tech decks. Oh, yeah. They're still as, around. As I remember playing, you know, the, I remember one buying like a half pipe, all this stuff. It mm-hmm. came with like a 30-minute video of watching this guy do tricks. And he show you how to do kickflips and all these it, it was insane. I always thought I was half decent. Like, I could use, I remember doing, like, being able to do a kickflip and watching this guy do, like, 360 flips and nose grinds down the damn pipe. So, yeah, shout out to Tech Dex. Tech Dex would have been my number three, but I still have one that I play uh-huh. around with. All so, right. it's technically not a fad to me. Cause it's I still, still life. <laughs> they still they still make them. Um, that, oh, so, shout out to Tech Dex. My number three, because I gave my number one, my number three would be Creepy Crawlers. Okay. Uh, they're wormy, they're squirmy, they're yeah. something, something. That's how the song went, I guess. But you basically, they were trays of shapes of monsters. Or yeah. I had a scorpion one and a Frankenstein one. And you poured in whatever color you wanted. You mixed this gel together. You poured the gel in the mold. You put it in the oven. Yeah. Like the, the, <laughs> the oven that I know, they gave I never you. owned this, but yeah. I remember. Not your oven. Yeah. That's too high powered. Yeah. But the oven that the Creepy Crawlers came in. Like a boy's easy bake oven is kind yeah, of what you yeah, kind exactly, of equate it yeah. to. And when they were done, you pull them out and you could take them out and you had jiggly wiggly little toys to play with. Yeah. So you make your own monster toys. <laughs> and the theme song was like stuck in my head forever. So I loved creepy freaking crawlers. That's hilarious. So my number one, a game that I, I used, we used to play hours on the, it. The best game. I know already what you're talking about. Freedom. Yeah. I mean, it. My 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 front yard, my black fence used to be our home base, and you know, let's it be a five on five, six on six, whatever it was. And then you know, you give them like a, two minutes to go run and hide, and we used to hide in backyards. I remember hiding in trees with with Pat, and and and, and we or, had we had the community college yeah, too, and and we're just running. So it, it, I just remember it was like everyone got to see each other. We all just ran around like sweaty animals, and just every night, every night we were out there just wrecking havoc on the neighborhood. You know what the craziest thing is? In today's world, with cell phones, we would probably have a harder time rounding up 12 people than we did back then. Oh, easily. When we knocked for well, people. Cause, well, because, well, my block was like the hangout. We'd just go to the yeah. island or we'd just go to the playground and meet up or something like that. But I remember Freedom, everyone used to like it. We played it literally seven days a week. And the, sh- like the shitty part about everything was, like, in today's world, you... Dude, back then you committed and you went. Yeah. Hey Sam, you playing tomorrow? Yeah. Yup. Yeah. And you were there. there. We were there. Not now. Not anymore. You nah. text him twenty minutes and it's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you said you were playing yesterday. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. Man, I remember playing with Steve and Joe Dwayne yeah. and Mike and Dan and you and Pat McCormick's and Jim and the McCormicks. Yeah. And we would run. I don't know how we didn't trip and fall and scrape ourselves but sam has this big black railing fence like he said earlier but it went around his whole yard yeah, and that was, that was and, we had, base. and we had one person manning it and we let the whole fence be in so yeah. why we would sneak up through the backyard yeah we'd climb the we fences. have to dude i'm thinking about this now how shitty we were yeah people's like backyards dude if i was but i, I remember shutting the gates but we'd always hop fences but... always hop fences man and like now as a homeowner like i look and i'm like I get out of my, my yard back. you bastard <laughs> Some kid was in my yard yesterday getting a ball, and I was like, "All you have to do is tell me, I get it for you." <laughs> and I'm Don't already step turning foot into, in my yard. I'm You're... already a belligerent old man. Yep. I'm not even thirty. That's so, the craziness. So we apologize to all the neighbors throughout the years that yeah. we tortured you guys. Shout outs to shout outs to freedom. My number two um, would be uh, WWF ice cream bars. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was this the rocks the don't per- cold. The, I remember the perfect mix yep. of. Thin chocolate backing, 
vanilla ice cream in the middle, and this wonderful cookie on the front imprinted oh, okay. with the wrestling. Did sometimes you have the gum on the one? No, not in the WWF what, what bars. Of? I don't know what you're thinking of. But the WWF bar was strictly vanilla ice cream with a little thin chocolate, and then the cookie on the front. And then the cookie, it had a brown imprint of, of a wrestler. the wrestler. Okay, yeah, and yeah, in yeah. the box, you would rip open the box, and in the box was a trading card of different okay. wrestlers. My favorite bar was Kane. I love that bar and his card because it was vicious looking. It was old Kane with one sleeve going. It's been a lot of lot of years since I had a WWE bar. Yeah, Rock, Rock, Stone Cold, of course. Um, Hogan, Big Boss Man was on those cards. Undertaker, Undertaker Kane. Yeah. So that was the WWF. This was how long ago it was. F uh, freaking ice cream bars, and I would say shout outs because we've already talked about these on a different episode in one of our opens, so I didn't put it on the list. But shout outs to starter jackets. <laughs> we talked about yeah, our favorite dude, yeah, ones. Dude, definitely, they were but definitely a thing. Back shout in the outs day. to starter jackets. They get an honorable mention. Absolutely honorable mention. Um, WWE is going to feature a new surprise character in WWE 2K18 coming out this week, I believe, on the 17th. Uh, I did. I purposely did not put who it was in the rundown. To reveal to get Sam's natural reaction. In the notes of the show, okay. I put, we'll wait for podcast to reveal to get Sam's natural reaction. All right, we'll did you look this. this up? No, I didn't. I, I have no idea. No idea. I will give you one guess. And it is not a wrestler. A new surprise? Oh, is it? Oh wait, I don't know if I did look at it. Was she a UFC? Is it Ronda Rousey? It is not. Okay, th- that's the one thing I remember seeing. Okay. You're close. Okay. Who else could it be? I don't know. Wait, no, go, 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 go. Colonel Sanders from KFC. <laughs> that's freaking genius. But who who is playing? Uh, in the commercials, it's Kurt Angle. Is it really? Yeah. Holy. I mean, shit. it's been every one of the commercials. It was... I thought it was going to be that one dude who was uh who um. It was in the step brother. He was like, "Pow!" That because isn't he? I think he's playing Colonel Sanders in the in the commercials for KFC. In the commercials, it's a mix of people. Yeah, it was it was John John Lowe. It was Rob, Rob Lowe. Excuse it was me. Rob Lowe. It was Norm Macdonald. It was Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. It was John Cena for one of them. Uh-huh. Uh, now it's it's but but Colonel Sanders in like ripped yeah. sleeves. I, like I think I did white vest. Didn't they just put him in like the WWE 2018 video game? I could have sworn I, I saw. Now that I'm th- now you say that, I think Sanders was like a bonus character or that's something. That's what like I'm that. talking. Okay, about. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's literally what I'm talking about. I literally thought you were saying like WWE 2K18. I, th- I, th- I thought at first I thought it was like Kurt Angle was actually coming back wrestling. Like he's got to be fifty. Oh, he's he is uh, apparently coming back next year. Yeah, Holy he's the general manager. He's yeah, general I, know, manager I know that, of, but I just thought he freaking retired. He is uh, apparently wants to come back for another match. So and apparently it's going to be against Triple H. It's okay. Like, that'd be interesting. Okay, wild speculation, and I honestly don't know. The only thing I can see is because he took over GM of Raw. And he works with Stephanie McMahon because she's like the chairman of Raw, but she's been out since WrestleMania. Yeah. So if she comes back and then they feud a little bit because he hates her decisions, then, then Triple H steps I in. Liked, I like that. I, I can like see that. that happening. I like that. But this week in gaming coming out, we have Rogue Trooper Redux, Elix, South Park, The Fractured Butthole. I know you're excited. It's going to be great. Uh, the Jackbox Party Pack 4, Megaton, uh, Rainfall, WWE 2K18, uh, Gran Turismo Sport, which is a big PS exclusive. Yeah. Um, Spelunker Party, Real Farm, which is great. Uh, and then on uh, October 20th is Fire Emblem Warriors. 
uh, which is going to be a huge game yeah. for the I, Nintendo I, Switch. I think South Park takes that one. That's been too many people have been waiting too long for that game. Yeah, South Park will 100% take that. Um, but it is time for our pick of the week. Sam, what should the listeners go listen to, watch, or well, play well, this week? At work, it's, I don't know why, but we, we got talking of action movies, and, and a lot of, like a movie that I thought that everyone by now would have saw would be John Wick. So many people, I swear, have not seen John Wick. I haven't. I considered Keanu Reeves' best movie. Like, I I thought one and two the were replacements. great. It was a great movie. I own it on Blu-ray. But I, I honestly think that these two movies are, are fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, don't you might have to bend the laws of, you know, some crazy shit's going on in these movies. But it, I just thought it was so fun. The action was great. The first one was actually, it brought me to tears. I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker for, for dogs. And, and, and just with him talking the hype of the third one, how the second one ends. I don't know how you have not seen these movies. So do yourself a favor. See John Wick 1 and 2. I promise you, you will enjoy the hour and 40 minutes it takes you to watch each movie. Did you see Atomic Blonde? I did. And would you say that that does kind of remind it, you of the it, it does. It, it, it does. It's just a little bit different than John Wick, but you could see where you're, you have a the badass influence. guy and a badass woman fighting. So I could definitely see the, yeah. you know, the my, comparison. My pick of the week, if uh, you have HBO On Demand, uh, would be... I don't care what season, or I don't care if you binge-watch the entire series. You owe it to yourself to do it. I'm on my third time through, but this is Ashley's first. I'm very glad she loves it as much as I do, because um, we watch it all the time. Please, this is us. <laughs> please go do yourself a favor, and if you have not seen it, hell, if you have, revisit it. The Sopranos. Classic. So freaking and the, the, and, the, and the one guy actually just passed away. Um, mm-hmm. I can't think of his name. He was the brother in Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. He gets beat with the bat at the end. I, I can't think of his name. He just passed. But Russ, Frank, I think his name was Frank something. Hmm. Hold on. God, I can't think of his name. I can do this in two seconds. God damn it. But, I mean, obviously James Gandolfini yeah. and Edie Falco. I, I told you the other day, like, I would have given anything for Gandolfini to still be here. To yeah. Me. Was, hey, there was rumors that people wanted it back. And, obviously, you know, now you know, it was passing and everything. But... It was, that was a fantastic show from beginning to end. Even a lot of people were still complaining about the ending. I think it was okay for the show. But I know he's still looking for the guy. I'm pretty sure it's Frank. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Frank something. He, he looked like an Italian. Like, he always played like a mob guy. In terms of, oh, uh, Frank Vincent? That's Frank Vincent. Yeah, That's he him. passed away on September 13th. Yep. yep. Yeah, so, he was in... Uh, Goodfellas. He was in... He was in like recently, he really wasn't anything since about 2010, 2009. But yeah, he played Phil Leotardo for 31 episodes in The Sopranos. Um, and just to go back to, you said Goodfellas. Uh, what was that? He was Joe Pesci's uh, brother. I'm trying to think of what year that was. 90, he was in, 92? He was in a lot of stuff. He was in Gotti, uh, yeah. Casino. He was in Casino. Yeah. Uh, he was in... Goodfellas, nineteen ninety. He played Billy Bats. Yep, Billy Bats. That's it. Yeah, Billy Bats and Goodfellas. Your shine box. Yeah, that's that's him. All right, cool. I I love Goodfellas. I think when we're done The Sopranos, I'm going to start watching the gangster movies with her because she loved Gangster Squad. Oh, okay. And uh, she really likes The Sopranos. She's never seen Goodfellas Casino. You can't go wrong. So there you go. But that was our giant hour and forty one minute long episode sixty. Holy smokes! Technically sixty two. 
So yeah, but then there are bonus episodes. Bonus we don't episodes. Count them. Go listen to those bonus episodes. Uh, interview with Surge from the early November from two months ago, and interview with Beta Camp from this last Tuesday. Go check them out. Make sure you're downloading uh, Violent Honey on iTunes, but also make sure you're subscribed to this very podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever audio device you use to catch up on your podcasts. Uh, we inst- uh, we podcast and we know things on Instagram. We pod and we know on Twitter. We podcast and we know things on Facebook. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social media. And we will be back next week for episode 61. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. For anyone who gets pumpkin spice, aren't you embarrassed?